is coming down from the gallows and I don't have very Hello and welcome to episode 186 of the UK Steelers podcast. You're joined as always by me, Sam Stanley, and we got Gavin Marshall, we got Mike Ferrell, nice little threesome today. How are you doing, guys? Not too bad. You went with Mike Ferrell, is that correct? Yeah, Ferrell. Is it Farrell, 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 Farrell? Farrell, like I said. I don't know that I've ever, to be honest, I don't know that I've ever come down hard on one side of that fence, Mike. Uh, uh, just maybe just say whatever uh, comes out of my mouth each uh, time. Less, I'll tell you what, less Will, more Colin. How about that? Ah, there you go. So it's fact, yeah, of course, yeah. Now, now he's now I say that out loud. That makes more sense. Like I have been saying that. I don't know why I fell on the feral side. I've never heard you say it before. But you just yeah, yeah, like, this, is, this is another like syndrome of me waking up like fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> okay. um, Do you want to take two? Do you want a mulligan or no? No, this, this people will this like this, and, and this plays right into what I was going to say at the top of the show because we're going to get into housekeeping, and, uh, and one of the things we do in housekeeping is shout out our wonderful show producers who are. Rob Ferguson, Mark Hansen, Glenn Jones, Matt Audley, Joel Spencer, Steve Williams, Jason Bowdler. And the reason I bring this up, because this uh, this week I uh, messaged Ian Faruja. <laughs> because I was like, I don't want to get the pronunciation wrong here. Uh-huh. Even though we've spoke for years, right? I like, I, you know, I've never had to say his name out loud. And in my mind, I was going to do like a soft J, but he was like, no, it's more of a hard J. So listen, I can't do names, dude. You know, I've been speaking to Mike for like two years and I can't even pronounce his name. So don't come to me expecting good name pronunciations. That was for the uh, Patreon producers, not for name pronunciation. No. (laughs) (laughs) Names are funny, right? Because I'm one of these people who, I don't know if you you two are like this, where like if someone like says my name, I know my name isn't that hard to say really, but if someone does say my name wrong for some reason... It doesn't really bother me, right? And does it actually bother anyone? But yet we get really like uptight about it, right? I had a funny situation in that I, uh, the, one of my, my builder, basically, the guy uh, that I've used for years is Ukrainian. So he, he doesn't always spell everything right. So I, I, <laughs> I, I, I texted him the other day, I need, I need a bricklayer to come and like, we've got like a crumbling, some crumbling bricks, right, up front. So I was like, I need a bricklayer to come and sort these bricks out. He texts me going, ask this guy. And he spelled the name R-A-Y-A-N. Right, something okay. It's rain, and he must be like you know, he, he doesn't doesn't sound Ukrainian, but it must be some kind of like foreign name, right? So, so he turns up, and I go, "Oh, how do I say your name?" He's like, "It's Ryan." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, all oh, right, okay." And then, all right, okay. It's a funny spelling of Ryan, but whatever. Then he, he sends me a note later, and it's just spelt Ryan, like right. normal way of spelling Ryan. <laughs> so my builder has just totally sticks me up. So this guy thinks I'm a complete numpty, like didn't know how to say his name, and was saying it Ryan. So I need to like, but I, I, I've got to, I've got to mend this situation and say, ah, oh, I misspelt it. But See, I'm picking my moment. What, what my issue is, you spelled Ryan R A or Ryan. I would pronounce the letter R or. So. <laughs> When I try and say my surname, which has two R's, it throws people. We, my wife and I went for dinner once years ago, and I made called on called on made a book in, in the name of Farrell. Went to a restaurant, and the restaurant was dead. It was like a Tuesday night or something. The restaurant was dead, so you could have walked in and booked and got a table, but I booked one anyway. And uh, I said, "Yeah, we got a book in at seven o'clock in the name of Farrell." And he looks through the list. Mm, no, I've got nothing in that name. <laughs> I said, well, I know I are. I know I rang up the place, do you think? Seven o'clock. There isn't anyone else here. Like, there must be a booking. 
and uh, he turned the screen around. They spelled it F A O O E. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Faoi. <laughs> that's just a busy. That's a busy restaurant. Unable to hear what you were saying. Yeah, just went absolute panic stations. The problem. F A R R. That doesn't even. That's that person's got cloth ears. Oh yeah. Even my wife to the point now is is sort of rolls her eyes because she'll get. Oh, is it Farrell? No, it's it's Farrell. But it's it's the two R's when I when I pronounce that, so I have to go down the Romeo Romeo route. Yeah. Otherwise, they don't have a chance. N- names are just garbage, aren't they? They're just so confusing. Like no one has any like standard way to understand them. Everyone spells them different. Everyone pronounces them different. Let's just give everyone numbers. You know. Oh, anyone God, wa- no. anyone watch okay. Mandalorian lately? They just refer to them as like C one five. Like let's just do that. Like the movie Equilibrium. <laughs> my my buddy's wife got a funny one. She um she she's a actor and she's also an accent coach. So she teaches accents to people online. And she was teaching a class for American accents, English people learning American accents. And there's one particular drill that she does. And she got she got a message afterwards saying, um, I'm sorry, you, you used a racial slur in your in your lecture. Can you <laughs> I think you should take that out? Hmm. She's like, what are you talking about? But apparently one of the best ways of getting the American pronunciation of was is the same as I need to get this right. Wuzzy. You put yourself in a hole. Yeah, yeah. Fuzzy wuzzy, right? Fuzzy wuzzy is the slur. She was teaching them to get to say fuzzy wuzzy because that's the American was, right? It's was, was, was. was. But yeah, she's she's going to have to change her program notes because you can't say what, fuzzy wuzzy. I, I, I'm almost hesitant to ask this, but what what's the racial slur about? Fuzzy wuzzy is a, is a slur, right? It's the kind of, kind of racial slur that uh, uh, Boris Johnson would use. You know, it's one of those I, kind of like, I'm no. just gonna. No. I, okay. I guess it's a good thing that I don't even know what it's for. But this is this is like where we talked about that Google advert that I didn't understand. I'm, I'm apparently just totally out of the loop on these things. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it's you know insensitive language, but still <laughs> maybe fine. for the maybe for the best. <laughs> maybe for the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, luckily, it's not something ever I ever would have said by accident. No. So. No, yeah, I don't, yeah, no, no um, right. Let's, let's. This is this isn't a show about racial tangent. Yeah, tangents and names and pronunciation. <laughs> It's about the Pittsburgh Steelers, believe it or not, and the draft, and we're going to get to that in a minute. But uh, before we do, um, oh, actually, in housekeeping, I wanted to ask you something, uh, Gav, because someone someone asked me, and I said I'd get to you, and forgot the draft. Uh, should we do a like a live call for patrons during the draft or something? Would that be fun? Would you be down for that? Yeah, I'd be down for that. I guess for patrons, yeah, not uh, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not no, we're not for, not for like no, yeah, not, for... not all the billions of listeners are going to no, not the run of the mill. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, okay, we'll do that. That'll be fun. Um, yeah. We'll have to try and make sure everyone's synced up. No one telling me what the pick is fifteen seconds ahead. Oh no, we can't have that. I, mean, I think you get booted for that. Yeah, we'll have to police that. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, that'll be that. fun. That'll be fun. First uh, couple so of picks we'll... would be a test, and then if you pass the test yeah. and you're not tipping the picks, then fine. We've yeah. done it. Both. We've done it amongst ourselves successfully. Yeah, yeah, before, exactly. It's always been fun. Yeah, sure. But uh, yeah, we'll open the floodgates not to everyone. Rich is usually the one that's ahead, but he doesn't. He's fine. He doesn't. He's like, good. He, no, he, he doesn't tell you. Yeah. Um, apart from when we picked Naji, because it was so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's get to <laughs> let's get to some news. Oh, that's me, isn't it? No, oh, you can throw it off. Babe, let's dance. Huh? Let's go. Steelers on three. One, two, three. Steelers. I realised this week when I was putting the show together that um, I just could not remember like what we'd already spoken about last week and what had happened since. So if I've missed anything, you'll have to let me know. Um, first of all, looks like Terrell Edmonds is leaving. 
This mm. happened today, only a couple hours ago. He tweets out, uh, thank you, Pittsburgh, for making my dreams come to reality. You'll forever be a part of me and my journey. Thankful for all my coaches, teammates, and every, every fan supporting, blah, blah, blah. Um, hashtag man time. Like that. Like, these athletes coming up with some interesting hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm disappointed by this. I think I've I've made it clear that I thought we should sign Edmonds, uh, you know, for the back half of this last season. Um, this, it sounds like he's uh, Jerry Dulac tweeted out that he's signing with someone else, but hasn't you know made it clear who that is yet. Maybe that'll happen while the show's going on. But um, I, I mean, you look at what's available in the free agent market right now, and it's pretty pretty dour. Not not a lot there. It's strong safety. So this suddenly makes this, I think, a, a very interesting draft topic, which we'll get to in a couple of weeks. But I, I'm, I'm disappointed from the perspective that this was a position that I thought was kind of like out of my mind, right? And we didn't have to worry about this. And now I'm worrying about tackle and corner and defensive line. And now we got this, you know, and this is a glaring hole. So uh, what, what do you guys think about this? Yeah, I mean, there's there's not that many left. There's been quite a few signings, right? So there's, I mean, who else is there? Jonathan Abram. That's about it, really. Rodney McLeod, I see count, yeah, I suppose. Keanu Neal. Ronnie Harrison, he's the other one. He, I mean, he, he, that's a guy that if if they let uh, Terrell Edmonds leave, maybe they should consider bringing Ronnie Harrison in. But, sure, uh, I, I would, I would yeah. like them to try and try and at least fill that gap before the draft and not make it a... I really don't want to use our first pick on a safety. Maybe that'll change, you know, when we look at the class and I'll fall in love with someone, no doubt. But mm. right now, where we sit, I don't love it. And uh, it doesn't seem like KZ is going to be playing strong safety like you said last week. Right. So, yeah. Well, Keanu Neal's a good replacement. I mean, there are there are people out there if you want a strong safety. Armani Watts. There, there's quite a few. There's quite a few free agents, but yeah, I don't know. I think I, I, Edmonds is up there with the with the sort of big names left on the market. Definitely. I wonder what the story is with this man. I, maybe he just didn't want to sign another one year deal, and someone's out there offering him a, a multi year deal. I, I don't know. We yeah. wonder if we got lucky with him last year, didn't we, in terms yeah. of that contract? I thought he'd been gone and earning a fair few quid more. Just as time was ticking away this year, I thought maybe he'd be back again because maybe the interest mm. wasn't as high as he thought. But mm. Base salary, 2.3 million last year. That's yeah. bad. It's good value. Yeah. We'll have to see, uh, if, yeah, for a full-time starter as well. I mean, yeah, pretty insane, especially when he played the way he did. We'll see. We'll have to see what he signs mm. for and um, we'll reassess it maybe next week. If I mean, where do we think he's... This, where do, I mean, Von Bell and... Juan Thornhill have gone and both are around seven mil a year. Poya signed for six point two five mil a year. Julian Love, who's a player I really like, more of a free safety guy, but six mil a year. So, do we think he's around that sort of five six million a year sort of value? Yeah, maybe about five. Yeah, is what yeah, I, I, I estimated. Yeah, full time starter, not 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 a super move the needle guy, but. Do you not think the Steelers should just snaps. play that? Pay that, or do you think, yes. do you think he, he wants to move <laughs> on now? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I wonder if we'll ever find out. I'd love to know if we did offer him something. I mean, they paid KZ six million over two years. Exactly right. Years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you can't talk yourself into signing Edmonds for a two-year, ten million deal or something, mm. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. When was the last time a story about a player sends out a tweet saying thanks for everything, but we don't actually know where he's going? Yeah, it's a bit weird. Bit. He's breaking the news himself rather than like Rappaport doing. Yeah. <laughs> Ish. Yeah. I mean, they've got we 13 should. and 14 million of effective cap space. That's around what they like to go into the season with, isn't it? Yeah. But they haven't restructured TJ yet either. And that's true. So, yeah. So if they do that, then they, they could resign. Yeah, it, space but. isn't the issue. You know, they could they could finagle the space, no problem, I think. So, so it's just about terms. They're not, they're not agreeing on the terms. 
Yeah, it's a bit of a different season, right? We got Andy Wydell in here making moves. We got Omar Khan in his first full off season as GM. You know, they have a vision, so I'm along for the ride. You know, I was talking to Ian about this today, but I don't know. I, it's not the move I would have made, but you know, I, I might have been more critical in previous years because these guys obviously have a vision. They know what they want to do. Let's let's wait it out until the season starts to see where we are. But I'll be disappointed if we have glaring holes again, the way that we did at the start of last season. Hmm. Do you think they're moving to a different scheme? Oh, I don't know. That's your corner. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's so difficult to tell that now. There isn't the end of March. Yeah, but then, then the moves are instructive. I mean, keeping a sort of general safety and letting your box safety leave mm. does tell you. Yeah, change of priorities. Free-form. Yeah. yeah, two more, two more, more. You know, split safety looks coming down the pipe. Yeah, more cover too. Well. Good luck to Terrell Edmonds. Uh, maybe he's off mm-hmm. to hang out with his brother in Chicago. We shall see. Um, if anyone sees that on the on the wire as we go through the episode. I don't know why I'm saying that because we know it's likely to be me who would see that. Um, <laughs> I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, since last week, we signed guard Isaac Ciamalo, which I think happened like right after the show. So this is old news mm-hmm. for everyone, but we've we got to talk about it a little bit. From the Eagles, signed to a three-year, $24 million contract. Um, this is a dude who kind of fits the mold of what the Steelers seem to be looking for on the interior this year. Big you know, run grade in kind of mauler dudes. Um, he missed significant time in 2020 and 2021. He had a Liz Frank injury at one point, but played the 2022 season uh, no problem. So hopefully any injury issues are out of the way. Seems like this is a unanimously celebrated signing, right? And I think I- I'm happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Big big guy up the middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not one we saw coming, but yet again, Steelers showing us they build through the, the middle of the line. You, yes. you need a tackle, they go out and get a big money guard. You yeah. need a guard, they go out and get a big money center. <laughs> it's just how they do things. Yeah. Yeah, the steel the steel is not keen on tackles, right? They want to they want to just grow tackles on the tackle. They want tackles tackle for free. Yeah. yeah. They'll yeah. pay for guards. But that's how they do it. And I mean, what a great signing. Can't argue, really excited hype for the guy. I think it's gonna yeah. be good. The the question this raises, of course, is is what we think the line's gonna look like now. Some debate on this, right? Because, you know, James. We, we spoke a little bit last week about could James Daniels play centre. Uh, I think the, the the consensus is that James Daniels plays one guard spot, um, centre stays at Mason Cole, and now CML slots in at the, at the other guard slot, and then yeah. Nick, Nick Herbig is the swing guy. Um, I don't think it's out of the question that Herbig could challenge for a role and, and Mason Cole takes a dip to the bench. I know that's what Rich is, is campaigning for. Um, but uh, what do you see happening? Um, I see your love for her being increasing day on day on day. <laughs> like, no, you're a guy. You're a guy. Uh, Look at the dude. He's a vibe. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Vibe scouting is definitely on the up, isn't it, with him? It's, um, I mean, do we set off the fireworks now that Kendrick Green probably won't make a roster spot? He gone. Let's be he, sure. He, he, might, he might not make the off-season programme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We hardly knew you. Well, we knew you too well, arguably. Um, I think it's a great pickup. Absolutely class pickup, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And the uh, the Steelers Depot boys have, have been quite confident in their theorising this week that um, this spells the end for Kevin Dotson as well. They think that he could be a serious trade target and, and won't make it to the start of next season. What do, you, what do you make of that? Has he done enough to be a trade target? Well, that, that was my initial thought, but they seem to think so. They seem to yeah. think you could maybe bridge that Fifth, sixth round gap that we have, maybe a pick swap. Maybe PF, PFF do tend to wax lyrical about about Dotson a little bit. Sorry, Rich. Um, 
Maybe <laughs> maybe there is. Maybe there would be a late day tree interest. I mean, what was he was sixth rounder anyway? So what was it, Rich? <laughs> Those grades mean nothing to me. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, <Rich>. <laughs> like that, like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could see that. Yeah, if if we had interest. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a dream scenario. I think, personally, I'd say it's more likely that they have to end up cutting one of them or one of them just stays on as a backup. Not one of them, sorry, Dotson. You know, they'd probably end up, rather than trading him, they'll either keep him or cut him. I don't think, yeah. I, don't, I don't, can't see it. But maybe I'm wrong. Fair enough, fair enough. Oh, I think we could certainly keep him. It'd be, be nice to have two backup guards that are capable, right? But uh, maybe a little bit redundant with what they're moving to. But we shall see. It's a shame with uh, Dotson, right? We were all hyped about him going into the... Uh, to the season, mm. this line never really came came off the way we hoped. But well, he could, quite, suffered with injury. I don't, I don't see. I don't, I don't think he's been the worst person on this line. I don't no, know why we're not. in such a no, rush to not. replace him. Well, I know, but the Steelers are because they've just signed two guys. <laughs> yeah, but I just think that's because they they just don't seem to want to invest in tackle, so they're just upgrading maybe rather than you know you push push Dotson down the depth depth chart. It doesn't. I don't think it means that he's a immediate yeah. cut candidate. Fair enough. Uh, and we have re-signed James Pierre. Much All right. Now, Mike, I've got bones to put you on this. <laughs> straight, straight away tweeted Gav uh, saying that he was over, you, you know, you think he'd be overjoyed about this signing. Why is Gav all of a sudden James Pierre's guy? Like, what's going on with this? That I, he was my sleeper in, in his draft year and he was undrafted. My, my sincerest apologies. I just don't know. I mean, what's with the ownership transition of James Pierre? I don't know. I mean, God, yeah. I can't even be a little bit critical of him now. I've lost him as my boy. I don't know, man. It's rough, rough out we, here on these streets. Are we literally dividing up the players as he's yours, that's mine? Yeah. Well, not all you, of them, but some, have, some of them. You have, is it custody you get every second weekend for <laughs> James Pierre? <laughs> well, I mean, everyone's got their boys, right? I mean, Gav, Gav who, who, who have you got? You've got, you've got people. James Pierre? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Raider, of course. Uh, uh, Miles Boykin, right? Mike's got, Kyle, Mike's no. got Kyle Trask. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Mollett, you could say, is my guy. Arthur Mollett is definitely your guy, yeah. I mean, your guys might be less exciting than mine, but, you know, what can I do about that? Doesn't mean what? I can just give you James How exciting is Kevin Raider? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kev. Are you saying I like boring guys? Is that what you say? Well, a little bit. Arthur Mollett, you know. I like football guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, James Pierre. I'm, I'm glad we've got James Pierre back. In all seriousness, um, I, 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 you know, I, I did think we would sign him back, and I still think we might sign maybe one or two more of these uh, these tendered guys that we didn't we didn't hmm. retender. Is that the word? Yeah, I think uh, Mike to defend Mike. I think he was just replying to something I'd said on the podcast two weeks ago or a week ago, whenever it was. That I just couldn't believe. They weren't going to tend to him, so I think that's why Mike tweeted. Not, not, not that I was like claiming ownership of him from you. Or hmm. Hmm. Just, just because I think he's, you know, he 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 deserves to be the second best man cover corner on the team, and that's where where he should be. So it's strange to let that guy get away from you when you've got nobody apart from Patrick Peterson there. Yeah, well, I haven't got the details of the deal, but I imagine it's probably close to the minimum, somewhere just over a million. I think is is the minimum for. For him, so I, I can't imagine that they wanted to pay that two point whatever it was two point four five million that that was the uh, yeah. the restricted tender. So that that's sorted. And now the question is, do you do the same thing with the gentry with um, the landed gentry? The landed gentry. Who's the other uh, restricted free agent I wanted back? The uh, lineman. Uh, uh, whose names escape me? Uh, 
who played centre for us? Arsenal. Arsenal, thank you. Um, do you do the same with those two guys who I think are the candidates to, to bring back? I think Hasnau is probably replaceable. Yeah. Um, yeah, Gentry's lyrical about interior alignment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Gentry's hard to replace his size, but not his production. So yeah. I don't know about that one. Mm. Right, we shall see. I wouldn't mind bringing either of those guys back, to be honest, but I guess it depends what we want to do in the draft. Um, and then last thing I wanted to talk about was some of the stuff Ben's been <laughs> Ben's been chirping. Uh, oh, is no. this going to become a thing now? Uh, now, now Ben's transitioned into his own form of media. I don't know. He thinks he's like Pat McAfee or something. He's like hosting <laughs> his own shows and stuff. And 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 he was always a a live fire brand, right? When he was doing his radio shows when he played, and, and it's only going to get worse. So a, a few interesting nuggets dropped this week, and and also Ben appearing on Matt Madden's show. Come on, Ben, do better. You know, drop these nuggets on this show, right? Yeah, Matt, Matt Kevin, Madden. Kevin, 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 Kevin. DMs. Yeah. Why are you giving Do air we... time to that guy? Come on, yeah, come on. absolute diddle. Uh, anyway, so it's come out. The Niners called Ben about playing last year, and he thought about it. What, what would your point? feelings have been? When, did he reveal when that point was? No, he didn't. Was it halfway through the championship game? Because. <laughs> I think hey, ben, I would, you play the Super Bowl. They were like handing out tickets to the fans saying, can you play quarterback? Can you come in, please? Because we we're about to put our hobbled quarterback back into the game. <laughs> ben just happened to be in the stadium. Yeah. Well, you've got to think that it could be early, right? Relatively early, because maybe it was like when Garoppolo went down because they didn't necessarily expect Purdy to work out the way it did. Maybe. Insurance That's when I would imagine. Brock. Yeah. Well, yeah, again. Or, or maybe just come in podcast. and start. Yeah, I don't know. But... I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, I would have been pretty upset about it. I think I'm glad he didn't do it. Can you see a worse fit for their offense than a lumbering <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger with a noodle arm trying to like spin a ball out yet to the flat out to Debo? Can't see it myself, but you know, love Ben, but not that not the the final episode of Ben that we got. <laughs> yeah, but isn't, isn't this sort of repetition of what every quarterback? a year or two after retirement. So it wasn't Philip Rivers saying exactly the same. Oh, I had a few calls well, to come it back. Came out, it came out that Philip Rivers called the 49ers in what I think is like the funniest <laughs> turn of fate in a long time. Guys from the same draft class retiring at the same time and he calls the Niners and they said no. Well, he's, got, so, he's got 16 kids at home. Like, he's got most of it. Part of me wonders, like, is, ben, is this all a ploy by Ben just to be like, you know, give me more respect than Philip Rivers because the Niners wanted me and they didn't yeah. want Philip Rivers? See Ben sitting there in a, in a smoke-filled room. God, I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. Yeah. Ben, relax, man. That ain't working yeah. for you. Other other teams, other franchises have got these characters, right? Shouting from the sidelines, haven't they? Like I think of like the Rams and Eric Dickerson being one. Mm. There's lots of other franchises that have got troublesome ex players knocking around that are like <laughs> sticking their oar in where it's yeah. unwanted. Is Ben going to become that? I hope not. Well, it's interesting you say that because the two other nuggets that I pulled out of this uh, one. His relation, he was asked about his relationship with Matt Canada. And rather than just saying it was great, in a classic Ben fashion, right, he starts with the, um, he responded not quite answering the question, instead going to their own relationship. I'd consider him a friend. I enjoyed the couple of seasons we worked together. Okay, all good. That's where 99% of people end that quote, right? <laughs> but then but then Ben obviously says, did we have our differences in play calling or scheme things? <laughs> Absolutely. Did I do what he said? No. Did I do my own thing? Yes. This this is the Ben this is like the Benism, right? Is to just say one line too much. Yeah. 
We've been saying this for years. And then the other bit that I thought interesting, um, he says he wants to protect his guys, right? He's not trying to be controversial when he does his shows. And then one line after saying that, he <laughs> says, I, I, know, I know there was some in the organization that weren't real happy when uh, Pat, talk about Pat Frymouth, came on and joked about Matt Canada stuff and not having hot roots in the offense. Wow. <laughs> so he's just said, I want to protect my guys. And then immediately referenced something a guy said that everyone had probably forgotten about. Uh, and brought it back up again in d- uh, the dirty laundry. So but, I mean, if that's I, true, I that's them. ridiculous. Why? Why have they not got hot roots? Come on. Well, that's that's a whole other question. That I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's a rookie thing. Jeez, so even, what, what, even Vince Vaughn had hot roots in wedding cars. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what are you saying that Pat didn't have any, or that there were none in the, the offense? There, there was none in the offense. Right. Well, that's just ridiculous. And Pat said that on on a on a show earlier this year, and that I some people that. some people in the uh, in the Steelers organization weren't too happy about that being announced on the, on Ben's show by by Pat Fryman. Yeah, because it's embarrassing. So Ben out here staring the pot, causing some trouble. Does he mean it? I don't even know anymore. No. But I'm kind of here for it. I like Ben's drama. I know <laughs> everyone gets cut tired of it. I think it's a vibe. It's interesting. It's all about content. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he understands that. He understands that. <laughs> Uh, that's all I've got for news. Anything else that I missed that happened this week since we last spoke that I've just got lost in the shuffle? I don't know. Free agency's kind of petered out, isn't it? It's like, yeah. It's hit that sort of wall and then nothing's mm. really happening. There's going to be a little second wave. but Yeah, yeah. I think that CMLU signing was the big surprise that no one saw coming this week. And yeah. That should really be the end of it, apart from a few bits and bobs, I would imagine. And maybe a strong safety gets brought in at some point. But uh, i tell you who won't be brought in, Odell Beckham. Let's stop with that talk. Please. Are people saying that? Oh, oh God, oh, Gav. This this is why Twitter's accessible, right? Because it's just filled with people that latch on to anything that anyone says and they don't stop talking about it for a week, regardless of how much sense it makes. And, and it really does show you how little anyone knows about anything they're talking about. I, some, some analyst somewhere, I don't know, even know who it was, someone at ESPN said that the Steelers should sign Odell Beckham for X, Y, Z reason. Obviously, completely unthought out, something to fill a segment. It's all about content, as Mike says. Mm. And uh, and then that was it. Steelers Twitter was abuzz with J- OBJ talk for like five days. And I was like, can we stop? Can he sign with someone so that we can stop talking about this? Because it's not happening. It shouldn't happen. And it's, it's irrelevant. Let's talk about something else. Yeah, I mean, I have seen a lot of talk about how the Steelers should sign a veteran wide receiver. But that really? guy... Why? I, I I really don't see the why. No, I don't. I don't. I don't see it as a need, really. We have we have two we have two guys that I'm confident in right now starting right. Obviously, Pickens, DJ. We have Calvin Austin, who's an unknown, right? Who who would be the presumptive third guy right now? And then you've got a draft that's loaded with wide receivers to talk about. Let's yeah. get through the draft and see what happens. I mean, I guess the thing was about the the veteran presence in the the, the receiver room or whatever. But <sighs> George Pickens is going to be the veteran presence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I'd follow that guy into, into the song. Who, who is it? Zach Pascal, I saw linked. Oh, yeah, Not I saw a lot of that. I was yeah. really glad when we dodged that bullet. Yeah. I mean, who else is... I mean, Jameson Crowder? <laughs> Robbie Anderson? Kenny Golladay? Uh, no, not, not Robbie Anderson. What's his name now? No, it's Robbie Anderson. No, no, no. It's not Robbie Anderson anymore. He changed his name. Did he? He's chose, he's, he's, now he's called Chosen Anderson. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he he's changed chosen, his name by chosen. default, yeah. Is Deepo a thing in the US? I don't know how they do it. 
I'll tell you the one guy, well, he, Marvin Jones would be interesting, but he's 33, so, mm, no. We just don't need it. The only, the only exception to this rule would have been Juju. I would have can, welcomed Juju can, back with open arms. Can we just go back to that Robbie Anderson? Sorry, he, cho- he changed his name to Chosen. You guys don't keep up with this stuff, do you? No, <laughs> no, no, I, no, what I'd love to know, I want to know the context. You know, was he, was he at the depot office? And, and he's like, I'm going to change your name. I don't know why, yeah, I'm going to change your name. And the lady across from him says, have you chosen? Ah, oh, sounds good. I, I ah. quite liked that he he changed his name to Chosen and then was cut like two. Years later. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm chosen. <laughs> I'll tell you two of the most appealing names on this list here are Stephen Sims Jr. That was the other one of the <laughs> and Miles Boykin. There you go. Sign those two. This team sure. will be better. Sure, I'll allow it at this point. All right, should we get to the draft stuff? Let's do it. Let's roll. 2023 edge slash outside linebacker slash, I don't know, guys who line up outside the tackles, I guess. Uh, this is a position that's blended into one now. Um, Sack technicians. Yeah. yeah. Or, or not, as the case may be. Yeah. There's quite a few uh, of those. Let's talk about our thoughts on the class as a whole. Uh, we were talking a little bit about, about this pre-show, Gav, because you were just, you just couldn't contain your excitement. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I, I really love the top of this class. I mean, we'll get to it. I, I've I've only really got through the top two rounds in my mind because this class is just so deep. I mean, there's there's so many guys I've not even got to yet. And, you know, mm. take these episodes as a prime of these positions, right? We're not going to get to everyone, sadly. We're probably not going to get to the Steelers' fifth-round pick at edge. We're good for um, the sort of first day and a half of the yeah, draft. Yeah, because you know, you're, you're, you're primed for that. You know, there's some positions like, you know, interior offensive line and stuff where we'll get a bit deeper defensive tackle, but sadly edge is absolutely stacked, especially this year. So we're only really going to be able to go through the top a couple of rounds. But as far as the top of this class goes, I think there's kind of multiple power guys, multiple speed guys. So, so you can pick your poison a little bit. I'm really high on the top two rounds as a whole. Now there's a couple exceptions to that rule, but the guys I'm out on, I don't think you know, I even felt were, were, were terrible, you know, as a, you know, uh, unlike Gav on Dexter last week. Uh, I just thought, you know, they didn't maybe tickle my excitement pickle as much as, you know, some of the other dudes. Are Your excitement as... pickle? Mm. <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs> uh, a couple of guys here who tickled my excitement pickle. Um, but then a couple that didn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll get to that. But what do you make of the class as a whole? Yeah, well, it's a good class, like you say. I think mm. um, it's, it's, it's sort of swollen in the who is number two to number eight sort of range they're all good um and as far as the Steelers are going I what, what, what do we think I think I I, my, I changed my I remember a couple of years ago really liking uh Aziz Ojolari not his brother in this trial mm-hmm. uh because I, I thought he was such a fit for what the Steelers do at this point I'm not even caring what the Steelers do in terms of fit because I think they showed with Alex Highsmith that they can just take someone and mold them in how they want. So I'm not, I'm not so much looking for a guy that can drop and play the outside stood up role. What I'm looking for is a bitch kitty pass rusher. Mike. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Uh, they need, they need, they need someone to develop behind Highsmith and TJ Watt that they can bring on, actually get to the passer for damn sake. Because that was what was, you know, we were hoping that Quincy Roche was going to be that or mm-hmm. before that it was, uh, you know, Ola, Adonai, right, or or various other people that we've thought, Jameer Jones, right, that have shown some pass rush. No, I, f- I don't think they're going to get that that third-person pass rusher on, a, on from undrafted market. They need to target 
someone that's got some pass rush upside. And there's quite a few in this draft where they're a bit raw, but they can rush the passer. And I think that's who they should be going for. They need they need someone else that can put pressure on the passer desperately. Yeah, I mean, edge is such an important role. Irrespective, irrespective of who you are, you need depth. Now, the more I looked at this class and the more I thought, where would the Steelers pick a player, a, you know, a top pick, not not pick 17 necessarily, but in the first sort of four, four or five picks maybe. Is that just general depth? Is that an open competition considering Highsmith's due a contract soon? Whatever the, the reasoning is, in a way I almost fine with it because the, the depth is a necessity anyway. You know, we can't rely on Teach every single down constantly. He, you know, he gets knackered. We, so we've seen it enough times where he gets pulled out for a breeder. We need a plan B and we haven't really had that apart from our two main guys. So I, no. I get totally what you're saying, Gav. Yeah, we've had like solid, you know, run defenders, edge setters coming in. Fine. You know, Malik Reed, fine against the run. Just couldn't, just could not bother a, a quarterback at all. Mm. So I feel like what they could, they could do here. They're not going to go early and they shouldn't. But what I feel like they should do is go after one of these guys that's a bit raw, that's got like natural pass rush juice, but maybe isn't such a rounded run defender or maybe has the traits of a pass rusher, but mm-hmm. doesn't have the finesse tools yet. You know, it's like they've, they played in a, they played in a defense where they've had to drop maybe a little bit too much and they haven't really sort of maxed out their pass rushing toolkit and they can get one of those guys a bit later in the draft. So I don't think they're going to be getting one of these top guys that we're going to talk about, but I do think there's some guys later on that they maybe should be looking at. I've got a bit of a funny feeling, you know, call it a hunch, because the Steelers have been spending a lot of time talking to edge players and visiting schools with high-end edge talent mm. in the pro days right now, right? Mm. Are you talking about I that have- Tomlin photo? There's been a few. I've been. This is the time of year where I check it back in with a terrible podcast because they do a very good job of keeping up to date with who's at what pro day. Mm. So they've been spending a lot of time talking to a few of these edges. So my hunch is that they have a few edges that they like, right? And their plan is just to wait and see who falls right. and take take them with that second pick. Or maybe the third pick, who maybe knows? But third, I, yeah. I think a lot of these guys are guys who are going to be, there's just so many of them are, are going to be top of the second round guys. I wonder if they might just be tempted to just use that first round pick on a tackle or whatever, whoever falls to your corner, if not a tackle. And, and then you take that 30 second pick and use it on whoever falls that they like out of this edge class. I can see it. Yeah, I agree. I do think they need to, at the range they're going to be picking at, they're going to have to prioritize what they want, whether it's measurables, production, raw upside, you know, what is it they want? And I do think that um, the ghost of Jarvis Jones hangs over <laughs> this franchise. Exactly. Hangs over this franchise a lot because he was a perfect fit in play style, good production, just tested awfully and played awfully. Never really, never really kicked on. So I, th- I do think he is a measure of, of, of of the Steelers' draft approach. And they changed after that, right? They went to Bud Dupree and Alex Highsmith. They, they totally changed what they're doing. So hopefully they've, they've learned from that. Um, but I do think that's a, that's a risk to, to avoid drafting that guy again. 
I, the thing is, though, we're so spoiled these days with, I mean, so many of these dudes now are just hyper athletes, right? Mm. Just feels like more than ever. I mean, you just cook like every guy, you're like, oh my God, this guy tested out the, outside the world. This guy's running like a, a 4 3 at edge. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just insane dudes. So, I, I, I don't know. I think that you've got options in that realm, at least, at least at the, you know, the top couple of rounds. Yeah. Um, there is a guy in this, and I'm just interested because I want, I want to know if you, if you guys can do this. There's a guy in this class that we're going to talk about today who has become my, like, I want this guy to be the first round pick and I'm going to bang the table for it regardless of how likely it is. <laughs> Interesting. And even if the tackle or the, you know, the corner or whatever is there, I'm like, I just, I just want this guy. <laughs> so okay. Like, so there's a guy I've got where I put, okay, how many red stars is this guy going to get? And I wonder, I wonder <laughs> if it's the same guy. This is what I mean, right? So, I want, so we don't have to do it now, but as we go through them, you know, as, if, you, if you get to a guy, I want you to stop me or stop who's doing it and be like, this is the guy I think it is. Okay. Should we jump in? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll start at the top of the class and we, we were talking about this a little bit before the show. Gav has some interesting takes on this. Well, I don't <laughs> know. I did say I'm not sure I wanted to go into it on the podcast. But all right, fine. <laughs> well, no, let me t- let me get into it because we are going to get into it for good reason. Will Anderson Jr. out of Alabama, six foot three, two hundred fifty three pounds. What I got him down as. Uh, this is the name I imagine everyone listening has heard. Um, I remember when I first had the kidney stones in May. I was lied up on a bed in, in immense pain, listening to a PFF podcast where they were talking about like way ahead stuff, like next year's draft, and this was the guy they loved. And I was like, oh, okay, well, so he's been on my my radar for a while. And I bring this up, Gav, because this is kind of what you were saying before, that we go into these things without much bias because we haven't watched a lot of college football. Most of the time when we watch a guy, it's the first time we've really watched them play. And that's true for Will Anderson too, at least for me, but uh, we have heard his name, right? And and I am going in expecting a lot. Similar to how we did last year with, um, uh, help me out, what's his name? Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson, thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, a lot of hype. So we're going in kind of expecting that, right? So I go in. Obviously, there's a lot of talent here. Uh, a high-end player. He's 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 got exceptional get-off, incredible acceleration. He, he's like a prime spring, right, uh, of an outside speed rusher. Actually, more of a speed rusher than I thought. I don't know why, but in my head, I was picturing him as kind of more of a power rusher. But well, I, I think I think that's the name, right? The name conjures up an Aiden Hutchinson type. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he's black. He's got black skin. So that that perception immediately, you turn on the tape, go, oh. He's not that guy. He's not that power dominant Agent Hutchison guy. He's he's someone different, and that, and that throws you immediately. And that's that's a, a, a weird bias thing, right? It's a stereotype based on the name. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 seriously, I struggled with that. I, was, I mean, I, I was questioning my own racial profiling because I, you see a name like Will Anderson, right? You think, oh, it's going to be a white guy. It's going to be another Agent oh. Hutchison. Do you see what I'm saying? So you, right. you, you're expecting it to be like a power dominant guy just based on his name which is it's biased so what you're saying about biases is 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 there yeah yeah well it's important to do that i mean we do that all the time um because when you have very little information on people your brain just grasps for the the small pieces of things you can think about right so um, here we've been hearing this name will anderson and and you've been conjuring up an image of what that person is you hear he's the you know the college sack leader right he's set all kinds of records for a number of sacks so you're thinking all right he's a real sack artist he he is hyper athletic, right? You ran a four six zero at the combine. Um, he is one of these kind of speed to power dudes. He's, he's got an awesome first step. He's, he generates power out of explosiveness. Um, got got all the bend and flexibility that you want. Quick hands. Um, he, 
I, I, I like the mental side of his game as well. I thought he's a quick diagnoser. He, he diagnoses plays in the backfield and he's got the twitchiness to kind of read and react instantly in the backfield. And, and he's certainly got the production, right? Played every game for Alabama, mm. didn't come off the field. 29 sacks in the last two seasons. So th- th- this makes you question, what, what's the problem here? Why are we talking about it like this? Uh, and, and I've got to be honest, Gav, the reason I bring it up is because I actually had the same exact almost thoughts that you did when <laughs> you were talking in the pre-show, is that I went in kind of expecting a little bit more than I came out with. And, and I just, I can't quite put my finger on it the same as you as to, as to why it is, because I, I was I was going through it and I'm like, what is it that I specifically don't like about this dude? And I'm like, well, the size isn't, you know, perfect. It's, it's maybe a little bit on the smaller side for the position, but it's definitely not a problem. I think what it is is that he's not a refined pass rusher, and I think maybe you expect that out of a guy who's being talked about as like you know potentially the top overall pick at least you know six months ago before the QBs got involved. So he's not a guy who's like going in with a pass rush plan, right? He's he's definitely one of these guys who's leaning on his athleticism, right? Mm. I, I was surprised to see he wasn't as technically proficient as I expected, and and maybe he doesn't need to be, right? Maybe that's his game. But, it's like a relentless power game rather yeah. than finesse and counters, right? But, but it's coming from a guy who doesn't have that power frame, right? Mm. So there's some guys in this class that are more mauler guys, probably the second guy we talk about, we'll get into that, who you can maybe expect that from a little bit more. But a guy like this, coming out of Alabama, who's being hyped as this prospect, who's slightly on the smaller side, again, not 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 majorly, it's not not like a he's not like a undersized prospect, quote unquote, but but he he's not a power guy, he's not a six foot six, two seventy mm. guy. So, you know, I'm thinking He's going to be a little bit more technically proficient. He's going to, you know, stack and do these counter moves, and he's going to have all this in his toolbox. And I just didn't see it. You know, he's he's winning winning with athleticism. He's winning with a speed rush, but you don't see a ton of counter moves. Once he's locked up, he's kind of locked up. He's jammed. Yeah, he runs out of steam. Mm. And th- and this is what I'm saying is how much of this is our bias. Yeah, because he's not Chase Young, right? And, and Chase Young is like the sort of ultimate athletic player. And he's not Aiden Hutchison, who is like the ultimate like power, aggression, hand-fighting guy. So what is he? He's somewhere in between. He's like good at a lot of things. But I, I, didn't, I don't know. What, what would you hang your hat on that is the, the elite trait? Is it speed to power? I mean, he's got, he has got an, an incredible speed to power bull rush. Mm-hmm. And really good hand strike off the edge. I think that's his best move, right? I mean, I've seen I've seen him brock bigger guys off their feet with his step and his speed to power and that strike. He gets low and extends into the chest with long arms and drive. You know that is nice, but is that is that like the number one prospect? The fact that he does that to get to to reveal the curtain back of what we were talking about pre-show. I was saying that sometimes we come at this and, and our biases. We're unbiased to the to the tape because we're not we've not been subjected to years and years of this guy's a five star recruit and we've seen loads of college highlights. I I was expecting more out of Will Anderson, that's all I'm saying. I think though, I think you can expect more of a player and still acknowledge that he's a top five, top ten, whatever, you know, whatever range you want to talk about. I I do agree there were some technical pass rushing areas he could probably tidy up a little bit and we'll want to see a little bit more variety on um, but the speed to power stuff is a killer I don't think it's it's wrong to say that about a player you're st- you're, acknowledge- you're acknowledging he is a talented player at the mm. same time you would have you're saying it, I would have liked to have seen other areas of proficiency it's not a criticism it's just it's just your Opinions to not the right word, but your a little bit of expectation maybe in terms of what you thought. Given what we have heard, 
it's a comment more on how he's been projected rather right. than him. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not fair. He's not getting a fair evaluation because I'm turning up expecting to see Chase Young, or I was actually turning up expecting to see Aiden Hutchinson, given his name. Right? That's what so, I was expecting. So, so now me and Gav turn to Mike. <laughs> The resident mm-hmm. expert to tell us what what are we missing here though in all seriousness what what is this what is Will Anderson about what what why is he being touted as the top edition? I think one of the one of the key areas is how often do we look at players and they've got the physical traits and you go oh but he's you know he's finished season with two sacks it's not really that great or you have a Jarvis Jones who we've mentioned who finishes the season with Georgia with fifteen sacks whatever it was and you go oh here we go. The athlete's not there, but the production definitely there. Oh, that'll translate to the pros easily. You heard that work out. Um, and what Anderson is both. He's got he's got the athleticism, he's got the mower as well as having the production. And he's mm-hmm. doing it at mm-hmm. top levels. Now I say he's doing at top levels. There was one guy who did make him struggle a little bit, and that's my man, Darnell Roy out of Tennessee. Thank you. Oh, there you go. Um Drop that in there, but yeah, he, he that's why he ticks so many of the boxes. Th- that those is are the bollocks. Thank you, me. Um, <laughs> sorry, you need <laughs> you, you know, you, you look at what you lean on. Do you lean on what he is or what he could be? And with Will Anderson, you sort of can answer both because you can what he could be is what he'll learn from, you know pro NFL coaching. What he currently is, is a college guy against the top tackles in the league, getting double digit sacks a year and just causing a nuisance in the backfield. And that's a very sensible answer because you're right. He does a lot of things very well. And the whole draft process is about what they will be, not what they are. And I think, I think me and Simon just turned on the tape expecting to see something incredible. And we weren't met with anything incredible. But what, what he's delivered is is sustained production over a few years at a very high level mm-hmm. at Alabama. So, I, I, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. But, you know, in terms of getting excited about a prospect, he's not the most exciting prospect I've seen from an edge defender for the last decade. I've been, yeah. He's probably the least exciting. The least excited prospect. <laughs> no, 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 I, I mean, out of a number one prospect, you know. Oh, okay, of, yeah. <laughs> out, of the, out of the top edge, yeah, prospects of the last decade, uh, guys that are being touted as top five prospects. Yeah, yeah. I'm being not excited by Will Anderson. So, with that said, where do you actually view his draftable? You know, throwing out what we're listening to in the media, where do you actually view his value? Well, this is the problem. This is what I was getting into and where I was calling in our ability because who's who's brave enough? I don't have enough evidence to say yeah. who's who's ahead of him and why he shouldn't be drafted. I'm in a funny position because I don't know. What, what do you do here? Like, either you go out on a limb and say he's number two and I, I like this guy more and here's why. That's a strong conviction. I don't have that strong a conviction. I don't have enough evidence to yeah. say this guy shouldn't be number one because he's a good player. Like he's a good player. He's pretty solid. The negatives I've got are not huge. Could use some mass to be dominant in the run game. Added 10 pounds at combine, but still 20, 23rd percentile weight. Is he in the same league as other top talents? Don't see much technique rushing other than relentless power. I mean, apart from that, there's, there's hardly anything negative to say about the guy. So is, it, is this more a failure of our evaluation than it is about him? Mm. It's, it's just that, I, I, yeah, because there's, there's guys that I like more. 
But I, I also accept that those guys come with more risk, right? That they're less proven. Yeah. Lower the, floor. The high floor on this guy, yeah. Yeah, sure. exactly. So so I think it's it is a case of this guy just has a has a high floor. Now, not to say that he doesn't have the ceiling because we could just be missing that, right? I mean, people are talking about him as if he's gonna be but you know, a, a fifteen sack a season kind of kind of guy in his career. To me, I just don't see it. I mean, that's what that's what I put, and I guess is why in our scale of things is why I would be out. Is that I don't see him as being like this top five in the league level pass rusher in in the next few years, and so no, that's not worth I, I, a top five pick. I think you can tell I, I've been really through the ringer of this over the last yeah. week. I've been trying to work out what it is. I've, I've been looking at everything. Is it my own bias towards race? Is it? Is it how how much I'm influenced by the media? I really don't know, and I'm absolutely lost with this guy. I really like I'm lost. I don't know what to do with him. Like everyone's telling me he's like a top three pick or something, and I don't see it. But I, I, I can't tell you why I don't see it. So I'm sorry, listener. I'm useless. You're as good as me. <laughs> Let's just, just draft this guy number one and be done with it. I've I've, I've reached the limitations of, of me as a player evaluator because I I can't tell you. Is it just the production? Why he's getting Mike? Why is he getting this kind of height? Why is he above Tyree Wilson? So far above? Why is he in a different bracket? The production production's one, uh, but consistency is, is another as well. I mean, was 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 Tyree's name mentioned twelve months ago in the conversation he is now? No, I mean there was talk a couple of weeks ago that he might be the, you know he. If it was a non-quarterback to go first overall, he could do what your man did at the Jags last year and just all of a sudden come out of nowhere and be the first overall pick. Will Anderson is, and I think I said this last year with um, with uh, Tyler Linderbaum, he's so good it's almost boring. And that's why he you was can... not boring, man. He was not boring. He was no, so no. That's a compliment. Trust me, that is a compliment. It, you you know, a player like that can get your juices going absolutely. Yeah. And you're not knocking his ability. I mean, Lindebaum was my second ranked player on my big board last year, second or third. So I'm not knocking him at all. But it's all you—you you almost watch him and go, "Yeah, he's elite." <laughs> what, what, what else can I say? He's an absolute superstar. Maybe will maybe in your mind, Gaff, Will Anderson has a bit of that as well. You you you, you get the talent. Maybe you just wanted to see a little bit more, but you appreciate the fact that this is a good player. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where we are. I think yeah. I think you can have a player who you will rank in your top five, and you 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 know you don't scream a shout about, but you just acknowledge yeah. that this is a damn good player, and whoever picks him is going to have a real star in their hands. You just don't jump up and down about. Do you, Do you think he's going to be that kind of Miles Garrett level? You know. People are talking about him in uh, All Pro every year, and he's like the. Or is he just going to kind of fade into a little bit of? Yeah, he's a good player, but he's not that Hall of Fame level. Uh, you mentioned guys like Hutch. I mean, didn't Hutch come in at like two seventy five or something like that? So he's you know he's twenty pounds smaller than some of these guys. Miles Garrett's even bigger, so they're slightly different players. Um, he needs he needs to go into into a system that allows him to pin the ears back and go after the quarterback. Uh, I know there were reps where he dropped into coverage. That That's not for him. He, he's, I find him dominant in the run game as well, even for a guy who you could argue is more of a 
you know, a true outside linebacker back, back rather than a hand of the dirt edge type of type of three four D end or something like that, or even four three D end. I can't. I, I can see him succeed at the pros because he ticks so many boxes. I'm struggling to find a big significant weakness. And the, the fact that yeah. one of them is, you know, would like to see a bit more versatility in his pass rush techniques. That's the thing you can get taught. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, he, it's he, nitpicking. He wins it's nitpicking. That. That's the thing. Like he's winning without those. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think genuinely this does bring up a fascinating conversation point about this. It does. This yeah. sort of idea, especially us who, as you, as you say, we, we, you know, we don't watch college football during the season. I think I said to you in the, in the, in the talk before, like, I watch a couple of hours if it's something like Bama LSU and it's not on at one in the morning. You know, something like that. I'll, I'll, I'll stick it on and watch it on the telly if it's, if it's available. I can't say I follow it religiously. But we have mm-hmm. heard, I've heard Will Anderson's name for over 12 months now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. If 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 you read a list and it said it had Will Anderson as the fourth or fifth best prospect, and the, it was the list was saying that some of these other guys we're going to talk about in a minute were were ahead of him based on certain things they did. Maybe their game isn't complete, but they they've got something which is ahead of Will Anderson. Would would you would you necessarily go? No, 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 absolutely not. Will Anderson's the number one prospect. I'm not sure. I've got the balls to do that and, and therefore I don't have the balls to put him down below them because everyone's telling me that he is the number one prospect so I'm not sure my eyes have seen enough to put him number one but I don't, I'm not sure my eyes have seen enough to not put him one, number one based on what everyone else has said do you get what I'm saying yeah, go with your own jam Gav I don't know what it is I'm lost man I'm really lost <laughs> We've broken, Gav. It, I'm broken. Really Will Anderson has broken me. Will Anderson has broken him. It's done. Uh, the thing is, Gav, I think we feel the exact same way, but I'm just, you know, I'm not stressing too much about it. I think that the production is there. We can't argue with that. We, we don't necessarily think he's going to be a top, uh, you know, a top five edge rusher in the league. Uh, so, you know, maybe we don't see the value in the top five picks. But, but, but you know, is he a top 10, top 15 pick for us? Maybe. I, mean, I don't speak for you, but uh, sure. I, Will I Anderson any- is the ayahuasca in my dark cave. <laughs> of evaluation he's totally <laughs> pulled the rug out from under me i was all happy and safe before and now i've just i'm questioning You've everything seen things You've i've seen, seen things, things. Like, i've met my spirit animal and it, it, hold, it held up a mirror and i don't like what i see right let's move off will anderson then shall we otherwise okay. we might, we I might feel just like we've given him a fair evaluation we've just moaned about ourselves <laughs> <laughs> well i think we've said what needs to be said right what we have and, and more importantly what we have not seen but Okay, uh, so I think we I need mean, to get, do an in and out, do we, or can we just skip it? Well, I'm going to say, because we're talking about the top five pick, right, regardless, so I'm going to be out. You're out. Mm. Going to lay down the wood. And that's not okay. to say I wouldn't pick him with, you know, the seventh pick, but... Well, top, top five pick. I'm in, lads. Yeah, you see, I, I don't have the balls to say I'm out at that. Ah, look at this. But that's why <laughs> I was mugging. Just for the last 30 minutes, dishing on the kid. I really don't know what to do. I'm going to leave a dash. I don't know. Oh, unbelievable. That's cats level stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I stick with my guns, even though I don't necessarily believe them, or should I just like, say something for the sake of entertainment? I don't know. You, I'm going to say in. I'll say in. I'm going to be weak. This is what always happens, right, when Ketz tries to do this. I love when Ketz just catches a stray when he's not here. But 
Kets will be like, oh, I don't know, I'm just going to put a dash, and you'll be like, no, no, you've got to say in or out, and then mm. you'll just say in or out, and now no, you're doing the same thing. No, okay, I've said I'll say in. I'm weak, I'm in. But then, to me, that's just, <laughs> fine, whatever. This is, this is a made-up made nonsense. <laughs> Either we move on for this, or I, I'm going to be talking about this like for 10 years in therapy. Like, I, can't, I can't get over this problem. Let's just right. move on. Tyree Wilson, out of Texas Tech. <laughs> Now this is a big boy. This is a big boy. Six foot six, two hundred seventy-one. Does someone else want to introduce him? Sorry, I don't no, know. I think Tyree Wilson. Yeah, go Texas on. Tech. This is a big boy. Six foot six <laughs> out of two, <laughs> two seven one. Now the thing is, he looks like your sort of bog standard four three defensive end, right? I mean, it's a uh, you know, do you think about a, a amped up JPP? He's a little bit more than that though. Uh, he is tall. He is rangy. He is strong. I think. Yes, he looks like good out of three-point stance, but he looks good out of a two-point stance. And he's got serious pursuit speed, and I was mm-hmm. very close to red star in this guy. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel I, I'm, I'm quite close to that. I, I really don't know who my red star is. I think the usage for this guy would be very interesting. I think he'll be gone for the Steelers, so it's not a problem. But God damn, if he's there at 17, man, geez, he could play. What a hybrid role he could play for the Steelers. He could play edge, and then he could, like, kick inside in sub package and play some kind of, like, end role. Like, like if he didn't want to play an edge rusher, you, you play TJ Watt on one side, you could kick him out and, and sort of play him in a hybrid role. My God, he's got hand skills, rare length, 96th percentile arm length, 35 and 5'8" in arms he is so vast he is so long (laughs) awesome ability to take a hit or a block yeah his 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 ability just to soak up a hit and then rebound to tackle the ball carrier like that that's that's elite his his ability to do that like you think he's lost the rep and then suddenly he's like jumping out sideways to spear the, the running back from from nowhere explosive the tackle range that's what i'm talking about his tackle range is is incredible he can get through a blocker when he's rushing his motor his length his strength he's got, he can bend the edge fairly well i mean he's not a, not a massive bend like edge bender but he's he can do it ooh. uh ooh. uh he can get out of blocks with strength he can split a double team he's got a solid ball rush uses length and leverage well sound tackler uh, I mean, he's got some issues, right? He's not, he's not polished and I'll let someone else talk about him, but man, man, I mean, I'm, this guy's tape got my juices running way more than Will Anderson. And I'd be tempted. I mean, if I had bigger balls, I'd be putting him number one. I'd be saying out on Will Anderson, which I don't have the balls to do, but a uh, man, I'd love it if the Steelers got this guy. Absolutely love it. His wingspan is seven foot two. Just That's think like about a pterodactyl. Man. If he lies down and puts his arms out, He's like way taller than any of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just insane. Um, I just want to read uh, the top line of Danny Kelly at the Ringer scouting report on Tyree Wilson because I thought it was interesting. Wilson is a broad-shouldered, muscled-up frame with impossible length. He towers over everyone to the point that you can't convince me he's not actually three edge rushers standing on each other's shoulders <laughs> in a football uniform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point but he does cut a figure right I mean unlike anyone else in this draft class like he's almost like a throwback to me like I can't even put this into words but you know like you just saw guys in the 70s that just looked like really hopped up on the, in the top half I don't know if he just skipped leg day back then or whatever but like 
I, it's actually our least popular episode ever. I know this because I was just looking at the stats the other day. But we had an episode uh, early on called the Upside Down like Dorito or something, like the Upside oh, yeah. Down Nacho Chip. <laughs> but that's kind of what he looks like. Like he's got this big, Is massive, broad shoulders. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, I don't know why people. Probably the SEO scraping didn't work on that one because right, no yeah. one knew what the title meant. Right. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so, so, but like, just his shoulders, man, right? Like, he just, you can tell which player he is in the field every snap because he just, I don't know what it is. Like, the dude just looks so rocked up in his upper half. But uh, he, he, the thing is, as well, he moves so fluidly for a dude that's, you know, 271 pounds. I, I actually feel similar to Tyree Wilson about how I felt about Anthony Richardson, weirdly, where like, I was watching Anthony Richardson and I was just like, I don't understand how this man moves. Like this, like mm. it doesn't even make sense in my brain. Like this, this, this figure of a man should not be able to move this quickly. That's exactly how I feel about Tyree Wilson. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, especially once he's got into that second gear and he's doing the kind of the backside pursuit or whatever. Like he just, he moves like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like he's got some turbo stuff in his shoes. Yeah, it's my turn. Um, Incredible. Just jaw dropping power, dude. I mean, he mm. can beat double teams. You see linemen when he's on one on one, just doing anything they can. Even good linemen doing anything they can to just cling on and just trying to like re-anchor doing the hop step, you know, and not that they're doing anything wrong because they're doing the right thing in like, you know, doing the hop step, trying to get back and, and just, but that's what they have to do against him. Cause he's so powerful. He's just every snap. He's just pushing the dude, you know, into his own pocket uh, and disrupting the quarterback. So I, I'm with you, man. I mean, we, we talk about um, the first round pick last year being, being a surprise. I can see, because there's been a little bit of this. I feel like a little bit less, but we've still got a month to go. And, and you know, it was late last year that this started happening. And, and obviously it was a bit different because there was no QBs last year. But, you know, I, is it possible this guy could go before Will Anderson? Well, I'm, I tell I am you what, not he's my secret, not, my secret number one. And if he goes yeah. actually number one, then he's my full-on number one. So uh, <laughs> I'll reveal that later. Uh, now, the, a couple of questions about why he maybe isn't. And these are legitimate and, and the reason why I'm, I'm tempering expectation on this a little bit. Why does he only blow up in 2022 when he's at Texas Tech and mm-hmm. not when he's at Texas A&M, right? That's mm-hmm. the question. Mm-hmm. In, his, in, in his fifth year. Um, he, you know, he's, he's not he's not super old, right? He's, what is he, 20? So he's, he's, he's almost 23, so he'll be 23 in his rookie year. But but he's still a bit of a project in the sense that he's not, you know, super refined. You know, he's not the, the polished pass rusher. Not that Will Anderson is either, frankly, as, as we spoke about, but um, he's definitely got the, the the pure power guy. Go on, mate. Go. Well, I don't, no, no, no. Just oh, going go back to Will Anderson, but never mind. We won't go. Oh, no, no, no. We're never going to get off that. I'm sorry. That's just and the then, point of this whole draft. The other knock I, I put down was that he's got a bit of a slow get off. Nowhere near as bad as uh, you know the Gator from last week, who who's who's still not got up since this is what talking about. <laughs> Um, but but it is noticeably slightly late off the snap compared to some of the other linemen he's playing with. And get so, off is not his strength, I think. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. Um, but but he's got the you know the striding speed and the movement speed and the agility. It's just just not quite of the explosiveness. Of, of Do you see snap. some balance issues? Like sometimes if he, someone mm. attacks his his like, frame from a, a jaunty angle, he's he's on the ground. Right. So he's not perfect. Yeah, certainly not. No. no, there's risk. There's definitely a lower lower floor to this. I think. There's quite a few uh, people saying he's going to be overdrafted, mm. and I'm not sure why. Can you overdraft a guy that looks like this? Well, that's, <laughs> can that's you my thinking. Hall of Famer. But, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> is that is that what you think, Mike? So you're you're on board as well, right? Yeah, I, I, I'd echo so much of what you guys said about his positives, but but also his negatives. He is he is definitely raw. Um, the way I described him in my notes, uh, permission to swear, gents. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you. Uh, I'm gone, just Gav. You're such a little one. <laughs> even even that from Gav then was tentative, right? He was like, mm, mm-hmm. illegal. I would have been like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, cheers. Redacted. <laughs> He's a fucking nuisance. <laughs> Honestly, that's, that is, that's the best way to describe him. He's it, almost in a way his lack yeah. of po- his lack of polish works in his favour because you don't know what's coming. But his 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 physical traits are are scary. How good he could be if he if he was in a system with. So I would say it was like two seventy one, something like that. Yeah, if if yeah. he was either in a system with then you know, with an elite interior D lineman mm. or uh, you know, a two forty, two fifty, two fifty five proper outs you know, three four outside linebacker, edge rusher. You know, but either one of which is you know, incredibly talented. This guy is just gonna swallow everything up. Like he's you look for the weakest point, you're almost looking at him going crap if that's the weakest guy anywhere near me we're in trouble he's he is incredible i i came in watching him thinking i heard the vibe about you know if it wasn't such a qb heavy draft this guy could get up going first overall dj had him as one of his one of his top five ranked players on his board or whatever else so i sort of was going in i'm, I'm expecting to see see something quite special i can i can see the spark i can see why a team would fall in love with them and and Maybe no. Let's not go back to Will Anderson. I was going well, to go you back can because it's relevant. It's relevant. He so, has a spark that we don't see in Will Anderson. Well, That's it. are we? Are we? What we're, you know, we're saying Will Anderson is incredibly polished and he, he's ranked where he is. Is that his ceiling? Like you know, who knows? But people will look at someone like Tyree Wilson and go, "God, he's raw." It's the it's the it's the wish of the unknown. You don't know how big a ceiling could be because mm-hmm. he's not there yet. Therefore, he could be. You know, you'll have someone fall in love with him. He's the greatest head rush has ever been. In reality, he right. won't be. But well, and that, but this is why. Sorry, sorry. I know you're going to say something, but this is this is why it's called my whole evaluation into question because I <laughs> I write with every prospect. I write, you can't do this, can't do that. Poor hand skills, bad get off, blah 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 blah. Well, what 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 I'm seeing with Will Anderson, he does all those things. He does everything. He does all the get off. He does all the hand skills. He does all the technical refinement thing. Mm. Yet I didn't like him as much. So why am I criticizing all these other guys for not doing things and me marking them down? But yet when there's a guy that does everything on that list and I'm not excited about him, it made me question my own measure. The the French call it je ne sais quoi. Right. Yeah, Mm. exactly. Exactly. And I think the thing is as well, what we've got to do is we've got to put ourselves in the position of, a, you know, a GM or whatever with a, with, a, with a top five pick. It's easy for us to sit here and say, well, you know, we, we like we like uh, Tyree Wilson more than Will Anderson because like he's got that spark and he's exciting and he's big and he's powerful and he's fun to watch, right? But if you're sitting there with that top overall pick and you're thinking like, oh, well, I could draft Tyree Wilson, but there's a lot of risk associated with that and my job might be tied up into this pick mm. or I could draft... You know, a guy who's, the consensus who's stable. Guy. Yeah, the consensus guy. The guy everyone says he's great. For five years. Yeah. Yeah. So it takes some cojones yeah. uh, to, to, to take a Tyree Wilson if you believe that that's the correct thing to do. And that's kind of what the Jags did last yeah. year. Right? It, no it's a hang your hat on your evaluation thing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying is you need, you know, uh, do we possess the cojones to make that evaluation, that choice? The only thing that's stopping me with Tyree Wilson is the school thing. That that worries me a little bit. Why did he Why did he not show up at Texas? It's a one year guy, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And we've right. seen one one year guys fail before. Now, maybe it's not seen some. If it was just the one year thing, and it was he'd been at Texas A and M the whole time, maybe I wouldn't have the problem. The problem is, why does he move to a 
Now, may, maybe, Mike, you can clear this up for me because I'm not as, as clued up on the levels of schools and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Texas Tech isn't as, as, as high echelon as, as Texas A&M, right? No. Do they, do they play worse competition? Texas A&M traditionally has a very good D-line. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying, right? So, oh, so yeah, yeah. Texas, Texas, Texas A&M would be, would be more of the closer to the cream of the crop in the SEC. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So who would Texas Tech play? I mean, they would play – I mean, I can actually pull it up because I can see. But – they, they weren't bad teams, right? They, they would play in... No, uh, I started playing Mississippi State. Uh, it's like mid-level, mid-tier, I'd say. Yeah, West Fine. Virginia, OSU. They did play mm-hmm. Texas, TSU, Baylor. Okay, so yeah, I mean, it's good teams. I mean, any any Texas not... team is going to have yeah, decent yeah, yeah, yeah. opposition, but it's not top level. So the question is, why does he show up when he's a, a big fish in a small fishbowl, if you will? Small, small pond of fishbowls, not, that's not the same. Um, but, he, but he didn't show up in the big fishbowl, you know? What's, what's going yeah. on with that? that? That's the only thing that has me like, mm, I don't mm. know. Cause he, especially, but it would be different, right? If, if he was coming out and he was 21, you'd say, well, he's just grown into it, right? He, like Will Anderson is, he's 21. He's just, this is the year that he's blown up. But he was old enough to be blown up the year before at Texas mm. A&M and didn't. So that's the only thing that's just a little niggling thing in the back of my mind. It's probably the reason he's not the red star. Um, yeah. So I don't no, know, but 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 I love his play. I love the tape. Where are we uh, where are we setting the in out? I mean, he, he seems like he's he's just behind Will Anderson in terms of where he seems to be going. So top ten, top ten, yeah, probably I would say, and and I'd be mm. heavily in. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I think I've got ten or top top ten, top fifteen for him for Wilson. Yes, yeah, so I'm in too. Okay, that's in. Okay. Well, Gabby, also, let you take also it away. Also, I I can hear you saying, Mike. I don't know why. Pardon? Say it, Mike. Say Tidy. <laughs> Toyree. There you go. I don't know why. I just, when I see the name, I hear your voice. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like Woolen. He's another one. Uh, right, uh, Mike, I think it's your guy next. I, I kind of want to circle back on that one. Let's all, 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 <laughs> and, and, now, and now to move on to the most Irish surname in the in the in the group. Ah, here we go. Uh, so I'll I'll take Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Mm. Uh, six five two sixty eight. Sorry, I never write them down. I need to quickly look to find to find the measurements. Can, can, can I check on his size because he me- he measured in a Please, you need to ask him first. <laughs> <laughs> His excitement pickle is uh, is small. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ask my missus. Hey, hey you want uh, some fun with your excitement pickle or no? <laughs> He's gonna slap me. Uh, he measured in at two five eight at the combine, but from what I could see, he was playing at two seven five according to the team site. So I don't know if he's just lost a lot of weight for the combine to run faster or what. But he... so I'm a bit confused about mm. how big he is. But... <laughs> Considering I don't think he ran at the combine. Are you not interested? So uh, maybe he's just lost it from I don't know. I've, <laughs> I've, got, I've, I've got bench reps. Anyway, anyway, yeah. anyway. So he's somewhere between two sixty two. Yeah, somewhere between two sixty and four hundred. I've got two six eight. Two six eight. Okay. Two six eight. So I, I've got him down as as a fra- the perfect frame for the outside end in a four in a four three scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, but he. Mu- it does make me think there was potentially him for playing some light, playing at a lighter weight because there were examples of him play, dropping in coverage. This this guy's motor is relentless, and it's one of the I've said this a million times before to you boys. There's there's certain little things I like from seeing of different of players at different positions, which aren't you know it's not like a it's it's his spin move and to get a sack or anything like that, but it's just little things and his his pursuit speed. To go through the line to catch a to catch a um, a ball carrier on the other side of the outside of the other 
tackled across the other side of the line. Love it. Absolutely. Constantly, he never skips a beat on that. His pursuit speed is relentless. It's quick, sharp. His vision, I think, is excellent as well. What I love is one of his one of his techniques is the ability to lock his left arm into the chest of the blocker, create a bit of space between them, and use his right arm to attack the ball carrier or in the run game. If it's a pass, if it's a pass rep, he uses the same system or uses the same process. Locks that left arm, uses the right arm to swat the uh, swat the blocker's arm off him, uh, causes the, causes the blocker to move onto the side, creates the gap for him. Technique wise, he's got that sewn up. What I'd like to see more of, though, is sorry. That was apologies. I'm getting me getting me sides mixed up around the outside. I'd like to see a little bit more strength in terms of going on the sort of the bigger boys inside. It's it's not a massive criticism. It is. It's just an observation. He's got the spin move in his in his arsenal off the line. As I say, the electricity's there. The zips there. He's he's a speed, the power, speed and strength guy. I was leaning. Red Star, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Miles um, Murphy was the guy I did actually put a few quid on at two hundred to one, hoping he was going to be this year's Jags. You know, big a big outside rusher who just kicked who um who moves up the board. Couple of things I will like I mentioned there about the inside the inside strength might knock him down a little bit. I think he sometimes has balance issues and contact as well. Can get a bit not not pushed around, but. I would like to see, see him absorb that contact when it sort of comes at him from the side. And not necessarily it's an intentional contact to the side. It just might be the movement of the inside guy. It can knock him off his, his, his pedestal a little bit. So not, not a massive knock on him, but production-wise, it's there as well. So he's three years at Clemson, four sacks, eight sacks, six and a half sacks. He's double digits tackled for loss every year, 36 in total over three years. Yeah, this guy, this guy is is class as far as I'm concerned. I've seen him mocked like everywhere in the first round, from like ten to Philly, all the way down to thirty at Philly. Like, it, it, I'm fascinated to know where you guys where you guys see Miles Murphy because he's he appears he appears in the to quote side the cognoscenti to be in a bit in the, of an enigma in terms of where he will end up. That, I agree with you, every single word you've said. Love you too. Guys. Do you think? He is better suited to be a pass rushing D end in a four three. Yes, that is not a fit for the Steelers because he's not he's not that like bendy edge guy or power bull rush guy. He's like speed and technique guy uh, with good length and good movement skills, good hand usage, good get off, good pursuit speed, and he can two gap, so he can can set an set an edge in, mm-hmm. in some ways and. There was some discussion about whether he should be, you know, discussed on the the, the show last week as a, mm-hmm. you know, interior D line guy. He's only twenty. He's got good motor. I just wonder what the fit is. You know, where where the Steelers would take him for what they want is lower than where a four three team will take him. So he's going to be gone. Um, I just wonder if. I think with the the I think the Steelers would love to play him, you know, three or slash five tech that kind of area. Mm-hmm. He's going to get drafted as a, as an edge rusher above what the Steelers are going to take him because he's not that bendy. You know, he's not. Can, can he really set an edge like in the, in in the run like on, on like a far edge? You know, like in a zone game, is he that athletic? Can he do that? 
Uh, can he block share? Is he particularly dominant in the run game? I think he's dominant enough in the run game for a 4-3 team where he's just holding a line. I don't think he's that outside linebacker type. Do you? What, on a 4-3 or? No, on a 3-4, outside linebacker on a 3-4. No, not on a 3-4. I think you'd have to move him inside. Mm. Yeah, I I agree. I I I didn't think he was. I think Mike said that at the top, though, right? Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. More of a a 4-3 outside guy. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't view him as a Steelers fit, and, and for that reason, I didn't get too too invested. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm quite as high on him as you two seem to be, though. Um, I don't think he's got the technical side down as much as you two seem to. That seems to be the disconnect a little bit. I really. certainly got the athletic tools and the power. I mean, you're going to hear speed to power a lot in this episode. It's just a fact of life. <laughs> what, what, what do we mean by speed to power? Do you want? Do you he, want to he, he is he is the force it equals mass plus acceleration, dude. Right? Hello. Like he, he <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Newtonian physics there for everyone. I, I just put. I actually just put my glasses on. You couldn't see it because this is an audio <laughs> medium. Um, but <laughs> but he is, that is that is what um, force is. Right? It's just mass. plus plus acceleration and he's got mass and he's got acceleration so <laughs> yeah. he, he, he's got both in spades so he, he can power and bull rush he's got the capacity to run linemen over he can pancake dudes you know that's all that's all fun and and he's like you say he's young he's got a lot of growth in him as well i've seen a lot of comps to um like you you kind of your uh rishan gary's and your trayvon walkers these guys mm. that were very much projections when they came out but were See, I young think tyree's more of more of that mm. than mars can I, can I, can you, my, what I, when, I, when, I, when I write speed to power down, this is what I see. Yeah. I see a guy that's like jumping off, getting off his, his you know, getting off the snap. Maybe he's doing a few line, a uh, few moves, you know, like trying to, trying to step, Euro step or like put a thing. But then suddenly, you know, he'll, he'll move and then he'll hit a guy with his hands. And at that point, the guy is moved, brocked. I, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. said brocked, right? And it, that, that's speed to power. So it's not just bursting out of your stance, which is just pure power and like leg drive. It's you you able to generate power from from moving fast. Yeah. So it's a different skill. Some guys have speed to power, they don't have power. Some guys have power, they don't have speed to power. So him having speed to power is it's a it's a mat. I mean, who, who's got who's got that on the Steelers? I mean, I think Highsmith and TJ Watt both have got speed to power. I, I would mm-hmm. say. Do you think? Yeah, hundred percent. So, so therefore, a few years ago, I would I would have said what I was getting at a minute ago. I would have said he's not a fit, but I do think the Steelers have shown with Highsmith mm. that they can take a guy like this and and mould him to be what they want. But I think he's going to be gone at the point the Steelers are going to be drafted. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a Steelers he picked to me still. Um, just I don't know, but. Young guy, sort of projection. I, 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 interestingly, a lot of the talk was that his play got worse. What do you make of that? I mean, still being a young dude, uh, I don't know. Mike, maybe you have thoughts on that. I don't know. The talk is that he had like a really breakout freshman campaign and then kind of petered off a little bit. Mm, Relatively, looking at some there. I mean, he wasn't a major. Start ten games in 2021, and then 2022, six and a half sacks in eleven games. He had an 85. I know before we drop the rich doesn't care about the grades thing, but he had an 85 grade. Nothing to me <laughs> from BFF in in his freshman year. Uh, didn't drop massively, but that was his highest rated year. Um, 
Mm. I don't know. I just I was hearing a lot of buzz that, that he had kind of uh, his player like, not, not improved over the over right. the course of the oh, okay. So he's he's yeah, a bit varied. One thing I liked about him, just a minor point while we work out what we're really saying, is I, I liked his patience to like speed the read read option, spy the read option, sorry. Just uh just patient. You know, not gonna commit, not gonna crash down and like tackle a guy that's not got the ball. Which I've seen some from other guys in this draft class. So, mm. yeah, there's a few of us. Yeah, he's not fired out of a cannon kind of guy. He's got a little bit of, you know, upstairs for thinking room. But with a with an exceptional get off and, and all the want to in the world, I mean, yeah, but he's not he, just uh, that. Like, yeah, 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 primordial dude. He's. Yeah. I th- I, th- I think basically he's a qu- he's going to be a quality NFL player. Just, I'm yeah. not sure he's a perfect fit for the Steelers. Yeah. What What do we say about consensus here? Where is well, he? that's a little bit all over the show, isn't it? Um, I really don't know with him. <laughs> I guess top twenty. <laughs> top twenty. Hmm. Would he is he is ranked twenty second on the PFF big board? <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. I'd I'd love him to be on the Steelers, but I'm not sure I want them to give up what they're going to have to give up to get him. But I'm going to say in at top twenty. I, if he was the first round pick, I wouldn't. Be disappointed. I don't think. In an effort not to be in on everyone, I'm going to go out because I like a lot of the guys in this class, and this is kind of a bit of a Will Anderson thing where I wasn't like hyper excited. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I, uh, I like but I don't, that doesn't mean that I think he's going to bomb or anything. I just no, think that yeah, he's you. you know got some growth in him. I think Mike's in though, right? Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Got that sense. All right, Miles Murphy off to, uh, I don't know, Green Bay, something like that. Yeah, probably. Right. (laughs) New York Giants make a massive. Yeah, yeah. All right, Uh, me again. Let's go, I'm going to go Lucas Van Ness, Iowa. Six foot five, 272 pounds is what I have done. Um, What words have I got down for him? Power, athletic, versatility. Um, Man, Lucas Van Ness is <laughs> I thought, built. Sorry, I thought, I thought your description was man. That was it. Man, He's a man. man. No, that was like man, comma, and then sentence. Uh, he is he is built different. He's an interesting cat because he's he's played relatively little football. Right? He's not. He, he apparently never played football until high school, which I guess is rare. Uh, never started a game at Iowa is the thing that everyone keeps sort of uh, traipsing around draft season, which has kind of become a little boring now and, and a, li- a little bit a little bit uh, gauche to say. I think. Because uh, it's irrelevant. Everyone, everyone knows now because everyone's had this conversation so many times that Iowa don't start people. Uh, they start veterans, right, rigidly, even if the players behind them are better. Uh, and so he technically ne- has never started a game of football, which, while an interesting start, really doesn't mean anything because he was on the field for any meaningful downs, third downs. It means something. What does it mean? He, he, it means, <laughs> it means he never won a starting job. But you can't win a starting job in a program that won't give starting jobs to people, even if they're better than the veterans that are there. I don't He's know a sophomore, want. right? Yeah, exactly. So he was, he, that's what I mean. So he didn't. He wasn't a senior, and they will rigidly start seniors at Iowa, apparently, regardless. So uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, that's an irrelevant thing that people keep just. Bringing. Okay, I, I, if he's a first round eligible draft pick, I'd, I'd have thought they'd have started him, but maybe not. <laughs> but I mean, I'm only going. To, I don't know. I'm not in, intimately familiar with Iowa's football program. But from what I what I'm hearing is that they will not start anyone. We need yeah. to get Matt from skiing back on, unless they are the, the Iowa Alum. I need to. I need to know. Um, anyway, what's impressive about him? He is he started uh, last year 
uh, kind of on the defensive line uh, his time at Iowa and then played more edge in 2022. So it's quite possible that he could wear multiple hats in the NFL. Kind of interestingly, we're talking about Miles Murphy. I mean, this is a guy you could you could maybe push inside, but I think you could also play uh, or mold to outside linebacker. I think this is your ultimate moldable prospect in the in the Alex Highsmith realm. Um, he's got functional strength that's just off the charts. I mean, he is a bulldozer. I mean, he, he just plays with exceptional leverage. He's six foot five, but he just gets so low, just forklift dudes back into the pocket. He's super smooth, super simple. He's got insanely quick feet for a dude of his size. He showed that at the combine. Um, he had he had an awesome combine, by the way. Um, what did he run? Uh, let me see Four five eight. There you go. You got it. Four five eight for a guy who's two hundred seventy two pounds. Mm. <laughs> um. And he's he's another one of these kind of relentless nonstop motor guys. He's got the length, thirty four inch arms. You can feel every inch of it. Um, <laughs> humongous hands, by the way, eleven inch hands. I mean, my hands are probably like five inches. What's going on with that? Um, and he blocked two punts in twenty twenty two, which I think is is testament Ooh. to his speed and Running his power. Corner. Because you, you, well, you can see it right because he's got that he's got that quick acceleration and burst. To just shed a block and then boom, straight up the line and, and throw his long arms up and boom, two block punts. Uh, I, I, I got to be honest, uh, I absolutely love this dude. I just <laughs> think he's, I just think he is like, he's got so much room to grow, but what he's showing in terms of like raw talent and what, like what he's doing with, with re- relatively little refinement is insane. Like he's just, he's just blowing dudes up. He's pushing everyone backwards. He's got insane power, insane speed, great length. He's blocking two punts. <laughs> what have you not said? Uh, go on, what is it? You haven't said uh, Red Star. You haven't said it. Oh, yeah. He is Why not? Star. <laughs> oh, he is your Red Star. Okay. Yeah. Red Star! Okay, I was, this is the guy I was saying. I, I, How many yeah, Red he, Stars is this going to go? I knew this was going to be the go for you. So he, I knew it. Oh, yeah, I'm glad you did. He he looks like a grown-ass man the way he finishes plays. He's tossing dudes to the floor. He's just slamming them into the ground. He's like a he's like a piece of machinery out there. He's a menace, man. He he, he got me in hot flushes with some of his tape. I literally <laughs> said, fun tape. How many Red Stars this year, Chase Winovich? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. literally. <laughs> Exactly that guy. <laughs> he's not exactly Chase Winovich. He is. He's pretty he's much. Not. He is. He's, he's not. that like manic, wild man, white dude off the edge, blonde hair. Yeah, he's that dude. Come on, you've got you've got a soft spot for this good dude. I knew, <laughs> I knew you were going to restart this guy. I knew it. I knew you'd know. I knew you'd know. <laughs> I knew you'd know. Uh, but I, listen, I, I think it, he's got a little bit more in the tank than even Chase Winovich. Did. Okay, he's somewhere on the. Winovich to TJ Watt scale. Yes, I I'll agree give with that. you that. He's nowhere near as good against the run as TJ is. Uh, he's probably better than Winovich is. All right, I give you that. Oh, yeah. Test, testing wise, uh, poor vert, uh, 24 percentile, 10 yard split, 50 percentile, shows a lack of explosion, 8th percentile bench. Tell that to his two block punts, Gov. Right, okay. Uh, <laughs> Surprising three cone. I didn't see that agility at all. I thought that was quite good. Uh, and his testing actually overall was surprising. I thought he was going to test way worse than he did. This is a raw, very raw, dynamic player, and he uses his length well. He's got a good frame. He looks more like a D end, but uh, he can play across the front, inside and wide. Good speed to power. There's that speed to power. It's hard. Ding. Uh, Gets low, strikes when going around the edge, sound tackler, big hitter, decent hand placement, extends well, 
decent rusher, holds up to double teams. Mm-hmm. So what's the problem? What 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 were your negative side? What what what, what did you well, say? Is he a bit of a one-trick pony? You know, he's not he's not hyper developed in the pass rushing skill set angle. Yeah. I understand that. Uh, there's a bit of a lack of production. Um, I, I agree with you about the run game. He's, he shows a little bit of inexperience in in diagnosing runs. But the, but the reason I'm not too worried about this is that everything that everything on the negative sheet for him feels like inexperienced stuff. There's nothing that I'm like, oh, that's that's like a real niggle to his game, or that's something that like he just does badly. It's just okay. stuff that he doesn't do, or stuff that stuff that he's not quite got around to my, doing yet. And this is why I he's not you, played a lot. This is my issue with him. He he literally only rushes in a straight line. Right, fine. Right. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? He lacks guess lateral what? agility, man. Mm-hmm. The straight the straight line is the quickest way to the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that's true. When, when you're this powerful and this quick, <laughs> that's all you need. Did you did you watch the Michigan tape? Uh, was it one of the ones in the thing? Yeah, I think I will have done. Yeah, he had a free rush on the on the quarterback, like absolutely unblocked at the line rush. That that play exposed a little bit of stiffness and a little bit of lack of mobility. Yeah, the QB just kind of outmaneuvered him, and he looked stiff. He's not the bendiest dude. No, he's not. He can't do anything outside of a straight line. He's like straight line only. <laughs> well, and that's a bit strong. Can he shed? I'm not sure he can get off those NFL linemen strong grips. And is he strong enough in the run? Can he get an arm out to stop a guy? I've seen him miss that. Does he have great tackle range? Is he really that athletic? And- you know what you sound like? You sound like every guy that was like, oh, TJ Watt's only good because he's JJ Watt's big little brother. Mm-hmm. Uh- Do I sound like that? Do I sound like that? <laughs> I think I've got more specific complaints. TJ Watt is the 30th pick. Blech. That's what now, you sound like. <laughs> I like Lucas Van Ness. Don't get me wrong. I like his tape. It's hella fun. Literally said it's the most fun tape to watch. He's a ball of fire coming off the edge. And that is true. He is a ball of fire. But I do think there are issues and I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. What do you think, Mike? Sigh. <laughs> <laughs> Most predictable. You know I welcome this. I'm so I'm so glad that this has happened, so that when he blows up in his depot, I can just I can wax lyrical again, just I'm like I did sure when TJ Watt did it. Okay, so do you want to go back to kebab? You no, get I'm not going to bet a kebab about depot. No, absolutely, that's ridiculous. What 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 what's the bet? That that some what what I don't even understand that question. Have <laughs> you not understand the question? In what what what's the what's the kebab on? That he's going to be a he's good or not? That's ridiculous. I'm not taking that. Oh, I can't find the bird. You suggested it. (laughs) TJ Watt barely got D point. He's the best defensive player we've seen in years. Okay. Anyway, what what were you going to say, Mike? (laughs) Yeah, Gav, I'm in a similar boat to you. I can can see the positives, but I can also see the the negatives and, and the rawness and some of the knocks on his. Albeit, you know, limited play. You know, I won't go. I won't tread over those tires again. But it's, I think, it is fair to put it into consideration. I, I do think, yeah, he's an outside guy. I know there were reps who were playing inside. Unless he bulks up by another fifteen to twenty pounds, that that that's not his position. I don't think it. it it's more of an edge set. But it's I do. weird, isn't it? Because he's what is he two seven? What do you say two six four two seventy two seventy? He's smaller. He looks smaller. Yeah, doesn't he? Especially, well, especially when he's up against a you know a three twenty interior boy who's who's mm. who's six six like he, he, he that's a big amount of weight to give up. 
right up, right up the middle. Hmm. And yet he played for a full year inside for IO in 2021 and graded out well. Mm. I think he's he's a he's a guy who could he, he could you know have spots spot spot starts at both. You know we seen we seen Cam Hayward playing defensive tackle last year. Um, yeah, but this is a guy who could. Do got, a couple little things for you. I think he's you, perfect for the You've got to question these guys that have not never really settled on a position because I think it shows he up never in his settled on a position. Well, it shows up just, in, shows up in his diagnosis in the run game. He's not sure what he's seeing and he's, he's processing for a little minute. He's not it's not instinctual, you know. Hmm. I don't know. I mean yeah. I, I I love the tape, don't get me wrong. It's probably the most fun <laughs> tape yeah. out of this whole class. Absolutely. But I, 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 sometimes I think you've got to like check yourself and think why you know I'm enjoying the good, the good, but the bad's bad. Yeah, it's one of those real projection picks, isn't it? Mm. You know how how high is the ceiling? The floor may be a tad lower than a lot of the guys we've already spoken about, but the the potential in the ceiling because you can play that. Like you said, so a lot of the negatives you can argue to put down to inexperience. So again, that sort of teases you a little bit with what he could be like. So the last three years, Will Anderson's played uh, 684 snaps, 873 snaps, and 646 snaps. Lucas Van Nessie's career has played uh, about 900 snaps. Hmm. And half of those were in defensive line. I, it, it, the shedding is the problem. He doesn't Will, need to shed. Will Anderson can shed. He, he hasn't had to. But he needs to. He needs to be he able pl- to. He, he's he's uh, he's already you know he's already in the backfield. He's powered through. No, okay. So you're saying he's like <laughs> Mister Invisible? You get it? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know with this guy. I, I I love the tape. I loved I love the the ceiling. I love the the idea of Lucas Van Ness. But you've, the, you've you've just got to get some you know. Pass rushing training in there, right? You I mean he's got look look at the size of his hands? You telling me he can't win with, in some hand to hand combat? Let's get him. Let's just you know. I think the shed will come. So let's just draft every dude with big hands and see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Kenny Pickett. Pick Sorry, Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are we are we at least saying Lucas Van Ness is a top ten in uh, name? That's a that's that's a cool name. Looks good on the Iowa jersey too. Yeah, it does. Capital V, capital N. Uh, I, I, I wish Ketz was here because I was pretty certain that Ketz was going to red star Van Ness. <laughs> pretty <laughs> certain. I, need- I love how predictable you think we are. Well, I've got it written here in notes, so predictable or not. It was I'm, I'm overjoyed by this outcome because when Lucas Van Ness is absolutely dominant, I'm just going to I'm just going to be sat there with a mai tai and sunglasses on. Mai tai next year. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be so excited. Smoking the Lucas Van Ness cigar. <laughs> I see. Arr. So, Arr. listen. If he is available at seventeen, I will be banging the table wow. for the full ten You're minutes. You're setting me in out at seventeen. I'm out at that level. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry. I, okay. I've wow. got it. I've got him down as a first. But I take him for, as a for, for us at seventeen. Nah. He is. I wonder what he, what is he looking at. Bear with me. I'm going to look at mock draftables. But you carry on. But he is fifteenth uh, on the PFF draft board. I'm going to wow. look at more consensus. See where he is. It's a tough one. Please, uh, listeners, go and watch some, some uh, Lucas Van Ness highlights and you will be taking him with your top five pick in the draft. Guarantee it. Because his highlights are incredible. They are 
outstanding. But you watch the play and you're like, mm, yeah, I can see where the limitations are. But he's played so little football, dude. He'll be fine. Look at his look. Look at look at the, look at his size. His <laughs> traits. Mm. You're worrying too much. Okay, I'm worrying. I'm worrying all the way out. <laughs> uh, okay, whose guy is it next? Is it me? Yeah, I think so. All right, let's go. Uh, the next obvious guy is uh, Nolan Smith out of Georgia. 6'3", 235. Now, this dude ran a 43940. So he is fast, long speed. But he's a bit undersized, but he's very athletic. And he's very versatile, and he's pretty explosive. Uh, a rusher that plays with speed. Now, this guy's got such a massive range of outcomes due to his fit, his size, his testing, and his upside. And I've really, struggled again, struggled with him. I think two years ago, I'd have red-starred this guy because I thought he would be such a massive fit for the Steelers that they should draft him. I've moved on from that. I, th- I think the Steelers look slightly differently. Now, uh, Mike, you said your guy had... Your friend had this guy number one overall, right? Uh, number two overall, number, number one two in the overall. edge class. Yep. Number one in the edge class, right. So uh, as far as your mate's concerned, this guy's better than Will Anderson. Now, I was down on Will Anderson. I don't think that's true. But I, I kind of like this guy. I mean, he's, he's a leader in the Georgia scheme. He suits outside linebacker. You do see him dropping a bit. He looks okay, sits in zones. Maybe not in coverage, but you know, you see him sitting down. But two percentile weight. I mean, the the dude is tiny, but yet ninety nine percentile ten split, ninety nine percentile forty yard dash, mm. great vert, ninety eight percentile, great broad, ninety fifth percentile. So this this isn't Jarvis Jones, you know. This isn't like a Georgia dude that's just like really mediocre testing. This this is a special athlete. It's tough. Lacks arm length, seventeen percentile. Arm length, tiny hands. So again, this is a guy that's all over the map. Some things he's really good at, some things he's bad at. I'd say he's a. What doesn't make sense is he's a better run defender than a pass rusher at this stage. That's the weird thing. Yeah, that's the it's crazy thing, thing about doesn't his make sense. He's yeah. got an ability to drop, and he's a run defender. He's a good all rounder. He's a master of none. So in some ways, actually, he suits the Steelers more than than most other teams because he does yeah. some things that they need, but. As I said at the top of the show, I think they need a bitch key pass rusher, not this guy. So I don't think they should be targeting this guy. But let's talk about what he does well. First step, great. Sets up rushes well with lateral agility. He's a speed rusher. He's got some bend. He can shed in the run. Like that's For a guy his size, that's some skills. He's got some hand skills. He's more violent than refined, but he's got some hand skills. Definitely can set an edge. Decent change of direction. Decent agility. He hits with power got a solid strike. He's got a punch when he needs it. The speed to power is there. But I think he lacks genuine power. He's not powerful, but he, he can, you know, he can rush fast and deliver a hit. And plays he plays his role with discipline. So he's like a disciplined run defender. And he's got a good motor. Ugh, I don't know, man. I, there, there's issues here. Like, hand skills could improve. He needs to be more polished. But that's what I was saying before. Like, why am I criticizing these guys for not being polished when there's a totally polished guy out there that I don't want? He definitely gets hooked up on blocks with bigger, stronger O-linemen, which is something that we're going to hear with these guys that, as we get on. They can't deal with with, with strength and power. Uh, works 
you know, he needs to work on his pass rush tools to overcome his lack of length. So he needs to get better. He needs to get more refined. And is his strength going to be overshadowed in the NFL? He's got good play strength in college, but will it be overmatched when he gets to the pros? Probably. And there's the issue of the torn pet cost him the end of last season. Uh, and he was arrested for driving offences, so maybe not, not, not the best character. But um, I don't know. It's a weird picture. I, I, I think, honestly think two years ago I'd have been Red Star in this guy. What do you think? It, it is a very weird profile, I must admit, because you, you go into the tape expecting to see this guy who's going to be this like elite, old, pure speed rusher just because of the size and the speed, right? So you just think he's going to be that guy. And he's like this great run defender, right? He seems mm-hmm. to read the yeah. field really well. He's got great instincts. The speed and agility are actually being used uh, in a different way to, to kind of you know defend the run in open space. He, he was apparently a, a former number one overall recruit in the country. He was a oh, five-star wow. recruit who was literally the number one recruit in the entire country when he came out. So that's worth bearing in mind just that's because... The, the bias check. Yeah. Um, so it, it's interesting because he's probably going to be a first-round pick, but, but you know, is that almost a disappointment for a guy who was the number one <laughs> overall pick in the country? Weird. But um, is it possible that he just has the pass rushing skill set but was was not utilised in that way? That's hard for me to answer. But he's certainly got the I mean, speed. I mean, it was a record-setting defense, right? Mm-hmm. A fantastic defense. And when when everyone else left, he was exactly. the the guy. Well, that's it. Like, is he if you if he can just sort of pin his ears back and, and just go straight after the QB? Uh, if he's played in a purely kind of pass rushing outside linebacker perspective, is is that something he will actually excel at because of the sort of insane measurables he's got? I mean, he tests like a wide receiver. Yeah, but so, exactly. Is it possible he just gets nullified? At the that's basketball? it. Yeah. 2% it's health weight. It's the Kalijah Kansi question, right? Yeah, it's, well, it's, yeah, it's worse. Kansi um, wasn't 2% percent health weight. But then he's got the 99% percentile split and the 99% percentile 40 and the 98% percentile vert and 95% percentile mm. broad. He's just weird. I don't know how you evaluate yeah. this. Are we, we going to so say the word oh hybrid or tweener? Because I, no. I, I really struggle. Smith slapped with a tweener. Tag. I really struggle to pin, and maybe this is just my lack of technical knowledge. I, I'd imagine a creative DC would be hammering the table for a guy like this mm. like I don't, I, don't, I don't he's positionless he's he plays where I tell him to play on any specific play because I you know he was I thought he was even decent mover in coverage as well and the, yeah. fact, the fact that he has got that you know you, how many times do we say okay he's a speed ru- player X is a speed rusher who bends around the edge really really well and has the you know struggles in the run game because he has to get in with the big boys but in coverage he can drop a little bit you expect that. That you can see the link of the chains when you say that. But this guy's really effective in the run game. And it's a bit of a head scratcher for a guy that size. Hmm. It takes me back to Zach Bond. Do you remember Zach Bond, Sorry, si? How much how high we were on Zach Bond? Oh god, yeah. This guy's Zach way Bond. better run defender. I haven't thought about him in ages. Where is he? He got he got dropped to the Saints, Saints right? yeah. Saints in the nothing. third round. We love that guy. We thought he was yeah. the perfect fit. Yeah, this, this guy's better than Zach Bond, and that guy was like end of first round. So I can't uh, even find Zach. How did you spell Zach Bond? Trying to Google B A U N B A U N. Yeah, not getting mixed up with Zach Allen, eh? Oh, Zach Bond. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Here we go. Let's see. He's still on the Saints. It looks like. Yeah, but that's 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 the risk. You, the risk is you're taking well, Zach Bond. It, 
it's similar to like um, what's the Cardinals uh, inside linebacker who's like the hybrid guy who everybody was in love with. Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. yeah. Simmons, yeah. yeah. Like you, these guys seem to get lost in the shuffle a little bit sometimes. Yeah, it takes some, take some time kind of. to. Yeah, and I guess so much of that's coaching as well. Yeah. You know, how, you got to have someone who knows what to do with them. Yeah, exactly. Here's a physical so, positives. Zach Bond. Oh my God, they're almost identical. Zach Bond was six two two three eight. Nolan Smith six three two three five. Hmm. Uh, Forty yard dash was four six five. So so Nolan's a bit faster. Um. Hmm, yeah, Zach Bond was a bit average in everything, really. He only started one game last year. Rough for Zach Bond. Hmm, that didn't pay off. Do, do you think? Do you think our evaluation has changed, or are they just different players, and we're not being fair? Is he is Marlon Smith a better pass rusher than Zach Bond? Probably, actually. Sadly, I can't remember well enough how much I like Zach Bond's pass rush. <laughs> Yeah, I think he was more of a run defender. Yeah. With zero pass rush, whereas Nolan Smith's got a bit of pass rush, but not as much as you'd, you'd hope, right? I mean, the other thing about Nolan Smith, he's a real leader. You, you, yeah. you hear the reports about him being a real, you know, character guy. So. I just think you got to kind of appreciate how he plays the game, I think. Like, you know, to be undersized, play edge, he, he has a unique skill set. He... Uh, you know, I I think he's a fun watch. So I'm gonna I'm, I said I'm gonna say in just because I, I like his unique skill set. I think he's an interesting player. What level? He plays What's it in out level? Well, uh, interestingly, I was just I was just looking this up for the Van Ness reason. Um, and I'm good. So Van Ness is 17 on my draft database, and Nolan Smith is 21. No, I'm gonna say out at that level. I think. Sorry to your mate, Mike. What are you gonna say? Uh, I'm trying to debate. I, no, I'm going to say Ian. I I think with mm, does he fall to us? Mm, probably. Oh, I don't know. That it's tough. Whether whether he'd get on to us, I I think that his performance at a combine, someone's going to fall in love with him. You know, mm. God bless Al Davis. If he was still around, he'd have drafted him already. <laughs> a month, you know, a month before. Yeah, four three nine forty is. Incredible. Ridiculous! I was, I, I think I was watching it as well, or our sort of phone blew up as soon as it happened, and and everyone was going crazy about the numbers. To have a guy on your on your day move like he does, like he just, I, I find he glides across the field. It's incredible. There's not many players can move like him. You just need someone who has the right mindset on how to utilize him, and if you do, he's going to be electric. Hmm. So, no, I'm 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 in on me. Okay, in. yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. All right, who's next? Um, me, m- neither me or Mike has a red star yet. Interesting. No, we don't. I don't even that makes it sa- that makes it sound like no one just you just don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Will Anderson. <laughs> There's a, there is a little bit of that. Uh, okay, let me go. Okay, I'll take Derek Hall out of Auburn. All right. I haven't got his measurables. Six three two five one. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um so this guy isn't isn't a hand in the dirt guy, he's a true two stands edge rusher. Um saw a bit of time dropping into coverage as well. one of his knocks early doors, 
his his recognition of the ball or his awareness of where the ball is is is, is pretty awful. Um, I appreciate it's it, guys will get stung on misdirections and play actions and all the rest of it, but he always picks the wrong decision every single time. <laughs> and too many times I caught him missing the ball carrier gone past him. Just, you know, engaging with the blocker, but not timing his release enough to get his arm or to get something in position to see when the ball carrier gets past him. By the time he does that, the ball carrier is a yard and a half past him already too late. So he needs to work a little bit on reading how the play develops, ends up on the ground a little bit too often. Um, when he when he is allowed the space to rush in, I think that's where he can do that speed to power, uh, convert the speed to power rush, able to showcase a decent bull rush in that as well. My concern with him is is, is lack of a plan B when he when he does get out initial contact with blockers. If he doesn't get pen, either penetration or a blocker on his skates or any sort of balance issues on the blocker, he, he sometimes can drop a little bit quiet. Um, but I found the. Once he had that, he was better bending around the edge. I thought that was a that was a real positive of his. Has the arm length to keep that separation? Reminded me a lot of the way of the James Harrison used to do the sort of move oh. where he would keep the arm up, but but get at that horrifically. I'm not going to say parallel, but at a, at a crazy angle to get around the edge. Loved that sneaky good athlete. I don't think he embarrassed himself much when he did drop into coverage in the game. In the run game, he wants to give it all. It, it might not be his, his his biggest area of expertise, but he. he He's a guy who wants to go attacking for the football. Um, and the final point I had here, use his strength really well to try and stay involved in as much as he can, which, as I said, leads into a lot in terms of his run game wishes. Um, I've, I appreciate the order I've gone through my guys in. It's probably not, a, you know, it's not a round one guy by any stretch, but he was the next man on the list for me. Well, oh, you've you've said something there, which which has got my, my juices running. I've I put uh he's a little bit of Debo about this guy. Oh, which is why he's my Red Star. Oh yeah. Love it. This guy this guy's the dude for me. Uh strong explosive rusher with mass. But he played <laughs> stood up and dropped. And this guy got my juices running, man. And he's like power rusher with an explosive get off but he needs to add tools he's not there he's a developmental guy but this is this is what i'm saying what the steelers need they need a guy that can just get the hell after the quarterback and the rest of the game can come to him i mean he's you know he's he's six foot three so is he kind of short you know debo is six foot he's not short but he's got hella long arms man like he's got the arms of like a seven foot guy uh, and he's, you know, former 200-meter sprinter, uh, good 10-yard sprint and 40, better broad jump, 93 percentile than the vert. But, you know, he's explosive when he needs to be a violent, disruptive pass rusher. He's a finisher, and he's got a hot rope motor. He uses his length well in rushes. He's got decent waistband. It's not elite, but it, it's there. You know, it's enough to hang your hat on. He can get around an edge, right? And he, he, he looks violent doing it. And he's got good hand placement. You know, you, you want a guy that you can you can see him. You can you can project this guy into the Steelers. He plays out of a two two point stance. He drops occasionally, you know, he's he's not the best player dropping, but he does it to a degree where you can say, All right, yeah, the Steelers will can use him like that. Um Good change of direction. Strong tackling. 
as well. Great range. He's got the pursuit motor, can set the edge in the run. The issue is shedding, block shedding. Mm-hmm. He cannot shed a block for, 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 for any reason. He cannot get off blocks quickly enough in the run game. Number one area to work on, number one area to improve, you know, that that if he continues to play in that way as he is right now, he's not viable because he cannot get off a block in the run game. You 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 hope that he his pad level improves, his his hand skills improve, and then he can stay on the field in the run game. But in against the pass, perfect. This is what the Steelers need, and that's why I'm red starring it. Now this is an interesting experiment because do you remember we got a um, a comment a while ago about like um, saying the name a lot because we uh, we people like don't hear the first time Derek Cole um, Derek Cole Derek Cole. yeah right so I missed what Mike said and I've been reading it I've been like who are they talking about who are they talking about and I did I was I did I did assume you were talking about Derek Cole so I'm glad I got it right but uh, <laughs> uh, serves as a good reminder I guess um, I like Derek Cole I'm with you Gav um, I think the yeah. one thing I will say is he's a little bit. A little bit of a stiff athlete. I don't know if you agree yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. He's not a, a little not, more, not more lateral than, guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, more lateral than Bendy. You can't, some, I can't remember who it was watching. It was actually a video about someone else. Um, but someone was talking about, like, look, this guy's super bendy. Now look at this video of Derek Hall. And he was, like, doing the same thing. And he's, like, so, like, it was laughable compared to the guy. I can't remember who it was. It was, like, BGL Jolari or someone. Um, and, yeah, Derek Hall was just so upright when he's coming around the corner. Um, he's a bit but, stiff, yeah. But... I mean, I just love the tenacity and the speed and the power when he's rushing the passer. He, he's a disruptor off the edge, like you said, man. He, and he's fun to watch. I mean, you, I, I wish his game was just a little bit more complete in terms of like run defense and agility and, and mm. whatnot. But I, I, and sadly, I think the problem is, I mean, isn't he an older dude? Remind me, let's have a look. Uh, oh no, it's only twenty-two. But I don't know. They're just kind of areas to me that like aren't growth area. Like he's not going to get more agile, right? He's not going to get more bendy, at least. You know, those don't feel like coachable things, which is, you know, maybe why he's probably not going to be a first round dude, right? Let's be honest. I mean, no, he's not. probably more of a, no. a second round, maybe even top of third. I don't know. We'll see. But um, I, I think, like, in terms of just, I don't know, man, just the athleticism, the first step, the speed, and the length, he is he is a fun dude to watch. And, and, and he, I like your James Harrison comp, man, because he does cut that figure. <laughs> he does cut that he's figure. He's bigger, James Harrison. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's, uh, he's he's a menace on the edge. So I'm with you. I'm in. I'm certainly in. I want to see what his um his he's he's sixty right now. Is his uh, consent like his mock uh, draftable consensus? Yeah, he's nowhere near a complete figure. I mean, I think you know why, why I'm excited about him is because he literally just offers pass rush, and yeah. you can work on the rest. He's got Pure the pass rush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can you can develop. He's a, a developmental dude, but. You could you could play him now. You could bring him on and say, "All right, just get after the QB, and he'll do it." Well, is he only really played one year? I'm just looking at some stats now. Hmm. Uh, oh no, 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 he's not. No, but sorry, played three years, but just exclusively played outside. Okay, yeah, I was just looking to see if what his production was like. Eight sacks last year, ten the year before, because he does feel like that pass rushing specialist. Like he's just a pure yeah. demon. Mm-hmm. I feel that's what they need. Yeah, I like it. I mean, if he's sitting there, especially if he was somehow sitting there in the third round, I'd be overjoyed with it. That's right. Second round, uh, yeah, the second round at the back of the second round, uh, you know, maybe, but depends who's still available at that point, I guess. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I think I've got him. I've got him right around there as well. 
whilst I, you know, I did knock him on a few points, it, it then becomes a value pick. And an additional mm. edge rusher is something that we do need to give the big boys a, a give the big boys a break. I wouldn't have an issue with something in near near third near round three for Derek Hall. Yeah, you'd love for him to be a kind of third rotational edge, right? And just yeah, spell absolutely. both of those guys and get him like sort of it's what we 20, thought, uh, 25 snaps a game. Let's go. Yeah, it's what we thought Quincy Roche was going to be. Yeah, yeah, I'd love it. I'd love it if he was available. But um, is is that? You'd probably be looking at that second second round pick, really. I'd be okay with that. Premium position. I think they're going to have to, you know, pay a little bit over the odds to get a guy with this skill set. So yeah, I'm in. Uh, Mike, you in at that level? No, that, uh, no, I'm out. You're out. Yeah, I'll be out with the middle of the second round. Next pick. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's say round two. You're out. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. Who's next? Back to you, Mike. Back to Soy. Back to me. Ooh, uh, who's left? Let's see. Um, we'll go. I mentioned it. We'll go BJ Ojolari, brother of Aziz Ojolari. Um, six foot two, played at LSU. Six foot two, 248 pounds. Um, this guy is like your prototypical technical speed rusher. Uh, he, he's a team, uh, well, First of all, I should say, everyone keeps going on about how much of a team captain, how much of a team leader he is. I don't know. You know, we can't assess that. But everyone keeps telling me he is. Apparently, he was some special number at LSU. Don't know if anyone knows 18. anymore about that. Is team, that a thing? Eight, team captain eight, leader. 18. I, I don't know what number he wears, but 18 is the LSU. Yeah, well, that I think yeah, that's he the number he wears. He wears 18, yeah. He wears yeah. 18. Excellent. So, so th- that's off the charts in terms of what everyone keeps talking about. Now, in, t- in terms of the tape, he is uh, bread and butter speed rush specialist but he's so technically proficient i mean we're talking about a guy like um nolan smith be, being kind of a, a run defender with high speed bj jolari has got the speed maybe i don't know what what have you, anyone got his uh his testing numbers yeah what did he run uh, didn't. seems like he only did vert and broad oh, mm-hmm. that's, a shame. that's a shame but he's he's definitely got that kind of speed don't know if he's going to be quite to bj uh, sorry quite to nolan smith's level but he's he's certainly got high-end speed burst and agility but he's also just this like kind of pass rush artist i mean he just uses every move in the book he's got this like wide variety of pass rush moves he goes to and executes at, at a pretty good level he always comes with a plan he keeps tackles guessing throughout the game which is even more impressive when you consider that he's like a pretty young dude, right? He's, uh, let's look, uh, 20. He's still 20. He's going to be 21 at the time of the draft. So um, it, you can tell that he comes from a football family, right? He's, with, in terms of his brother playing in the NFL, I think he this, this is a guy who knows what he's doing. Um, he plays with great hand placement. What well, He lacks pure power, but he plays with such good hand placement and has the threat to punch so accurately that he can convert that speed and his lengths to, to, to leverage and pushing power, which helps you know set up some of his other pass rush moves because people have to account for the fact that he could just come and try and bull rush you. He's got good length. Um, elite bend, I would say. Just super bendy. I mean, he's touching the ground with his elbow sometimes when he's going around the side. Um, attacks the half man really well. Go on, what's that? What's the giggle? No, I just like that use of use the phrase. That's how it touches the elbow going around the ground. I like that. Touching the elbow. I want to know what everyone thinks of his run defence, because I thought he's a good block shedder and he's got good length. Um, but he, he kind of, his, his size is going to show up at some point and he's definitely not the run defender that Nolan Smith is. I think he, he 
he can sometimes he's he's not like a whiffer, he's not a tackle whiffer or anything, but I think he's not got the size to fill up some of these run lanes. I thought he was inside. actually a decent edge there, run defender. I thought yeah. I thought in terms of pass rush he was better pre contact. Like as soon mm-hmm. as he gets engaged with a defender or a sorry, a blocker, he's done. But yeah. In terms of run defense, I thought he was okay. I thought he looked patient, set in the edge. I thought he played tight inside to the mat. I thought he played with discipline. Um, mm, but no perhaps, yeah, uh, perhaps a little bit under strength, can't seem to shed a little bit. And I've criticized his lack of range inside. Uh, lack lack of, of range? Yeah, in terms of um, his arm length. Like he, he can't necessarily bring down a ball carrier. He's got big arms. He got he got the big wide arms. Yeah, but I I, I didn't see much range there. I don't know. I didn't see mm. it. Uh, I didn't see him getting off blocks, shedding blocks, or disrupting runs when he's in, occupied. Didn't yeah. love his contact balance. I, I thought he got off his feet a little bit too much, and I didn't think I didn't like his hand skills. And I just thought he was down too much. I, you know what? I thought he, he reminded me the, – the, the hard thing is not to compare him to his brother. I think he's very different to his brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm desperately trying not to I, yeah, do I, that because he uh, hasn't blown the league up, right? And No. I, and I was big on his brother. I, I thought his yeah, brother was we awesome. We all were, yeah. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I loved him. Uh, I think this guy reminds me more of Quitty Quit, Quit, Pay. I don't know how to say his name. Quitty. Quitty Pay. Quitty Pay. Reminds me more of Quitty Pay than his brother. So I think that's more of a comp. Mm. Like a, I can a, see that. Uh, a run-defending guy that's not really bringing you much in the past game. I mean, does he fit the, the Steelers? Yes. But does he have enough pass rush juice to make it exciting? No. Uh, gives you solid floor in run defense. I thought with some upside as a rusher, if he can improve his skills through and after contact, and he's definitely athletic. Like he's an athletic player that's going to add something to your defense. I think you can draft him, but where and how much do you pay for him? Well, he is currently forty-first, uh, but there's talk that he could be a first rounder. No, I wouldn't buy him in the second, in the first round. I probably wouldn't buy him in the second round. I'd go third round with this dude. I think he's a second round lock. I mean, he, I don't know. Man. I, the guy's technically like great. I, I love the stuff that he's doing. I mean, he's using he's using all kinds of stuff out there. Mm-hmm. There's not there's not a pass rush move that's not in his repertoire. You got to appreciate that. But but then I understand that he's you know he's undersized. If he, if he gets if he gets washed out, if he gets blocked up, he locked up. He's not gonna. He's gone. He's done. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's probably true of any speed rusher, right? I mean, who are these speed rushers that are like out there? You know, countering with power, and I don't know. Von Miller. Well, yeah, Von Miller. Von- <laughs> Is that not fair? Yeah. Um, Gav, give me that red star draw, please, sir. Oh! The, the defense force has arrived. Thank you. The cavalry, the oh cavalry is God. here. One second, we just undo my. Jacket. I was, lo- I was Und- losing the battle there, mate. Undo yeah. my jacket there. There, do you know what? I was, I was fighting. Take the jacket off. I was hanging on the swings. <laughs> throw, throw straight there. I was fighting between him and another edge rusher. We'll probably come to later. One of the one of the filthiest pass rush moves I've ever seen an edge rusher perform on a on a blocker where. He runs right up the gut of the tackle and stops. He, no, no, I don't mean change direction stop. I mean stops and goes again. 
and the tackle ends up on his arse. He had not. I've never seen a, a player. Almost, I, I can't tell. I can't tell whether it's 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 good or crazy. Um, because imagine if it doesn't work, you'd look like a tool. But I, I think his speed is so respected that you have to anticipate that rush hitting. But he was able to to pull the brakes, create balance issue for the blocker, and then he was able to utilize the next rep. It was. Honestly, one of the best plays I've ever seen from from an edge rusher. <laughs> I I watched him when yeah I'm, I'm I'm here. You know I I I think I needed a cigarette afterwards. Um, I agree, guys. What you're saying, you know, so size and strength. Yeah, you're right. He's not there, but he's an elite speed and uh, speed edge rusher and athlete. His burst is incredible. You can proper bend around the edge. Gav, I get your point as well, and I've got the comment here. When when he gets into the into the middle of the block, he can get a little bit high, which isn't going to help in any way getting sort of leverage of a guy that size. But I think his hand usage is there keeps the keeps the the reps clean using those. Has a second gear both in pass and in run defending. Is agile enough to move around the line, cut inside, find the ball carry if he needs to. And, and again, I've just put filthy hesitation move, fakes going huh. a certain way, cause the blocker to lose balance. Uh, such a clever tactic for someone so young. If if the coach is taught him that at LSU, that's incredible. If that's something he's done himself, Jesus, this is it's an unbelievable rep to have in your in your arsenal. And I I, I want to see more guys do this. Um, but for me, I I probably have him higher than than the consensus. I I've got him down a potential first. Is you know top on our first round pick. I I don't know if I'm. Do I want to spend pick seventeen on an edge? I'm still debating that myself. But as a, as just as a prospect himself, loved him, absolutely loved him. I I didn't even think about his brother watching him. You know, I look at him at his own merit, and some of his pass ref techniques are incredible. All right, so uh, miserable six two two four nine, right? Yeah, speed rush. Jarvis Jones. Jones. Jarvis Jones. Six two two four two. Not worried. I mean, there's a lot of people that side. <laughs> yeah. Can we find a list of people that were good? <laughs> <that> side, <laughs> I don't know. Jerry All Rice. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, you look at Jarvis Jones. The, the uh, testing was nine percent, nine percentile bench, nine percentile three cone, one percentile twenty yard shuttle, ten percentile vert. 49 percentile broad uh, uh you know bj's not not the same testing numbers but he's the same size ah uh, yeah but, but you how, could, te- you, you... how technically proficient was he though like i mean th- this is the thing for me like he's he's like 21 and he's he's already by far as he's 20 and as far as i'm concerned he is by far the most like refined pass rusher in this class really most refined yeah hmm. I, I, like in terms of we're not talking about athletic skill and power. We're talking about the way he uses his hands and the way he uses moves to to rush the passer. I don't know. I don't know who else is competing with him in this class. To be honest, hmm. you think he's the best hand fighter? Well, wow, that's interesting. I'm hand not... fighter? I don't know. That's a specific term. Uh, hand usage expert. Pass rushing specialist is the okay. term I'm going to use. <laughs> You're not seeing it. You're not vibing with it. I'm not vibing with pass rush specialists, no. Mm. Mm. 
I think you need to go put on a highlight tape. Maybe. I bet, I bet that'll show you. Maybe. He's a speed rusher. Like, I, I get you. Like, his first step, lateral agility, makes rush moves. You can skinny a gap. I get that. Can he do that when someone's got their hands on him? I don't know. But I suppose his plan is that people won't have their hands on him. Yeah, okay. all right. Yeah, if you can guarantee yeah. that no one's going to get their hands on him, he's a great rusher, but he kind of gets nullified. He's under strength, right? He can't shed. So you get a guy that's an NFL-sized lineman, gets his hands on him. I don't know everything you're saying is going to work. I don't know, but just an issue. I, I think I think it's it, it, what he may lack in the physical side of things. I think with his his pass rush repertoire, he can counter that. Pass rush repertoire—that's exactly it. Oh yeah, <laughs> you think he's just the, the highest sack technician? Yes, could exactly. be up there. Yeah. Okay, he's the sort of guy that screams to me. In year three. He'll end up with ten and a half sacks, eleven sacks, and, and people go, "Oh, we've been waiting for that." It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely possible because he he's got good bend and he's got good length, and his hand placement's good. So you can definitely see he's got some rush talent. I just don't know if he's got the strength. I don't know if he's got the power to to overcome. It's all about that that first couple of split seconds to get off. And the initial placement, if he can win that on every rep, then yeah, all right, yeah, he's great pass rusher. I'm not sure he can, though. Uh, you know, there's definitely things about his game. I'm being a bit negative, but there's things about his game I really like. Like his backside pursuit, his athletic, cover ground, he can move. His yeah, vision's you're betting good. On him, you're betting on him being able to win with his, his, with his moves and his skill set and avoiding tackles with his feet and his hands right? yeah I, this this is a tough in out for me because I, li- I like the guy and I'm playing a bit of devil's advocate it's Mike's red star I don't know what I really think though where, where are we setting the in out top of round two looks like <laughs> Mike's in uh, yep. it sounds like you're in tight oh yeah welcome aboard choo choo <laughs> So what were we saying, like, uh, pick 32? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's difficult because you're, you're doing it by, like, Steelers picks. Yeah. Like, he's 41st on the, the consensus mm. right now. At, at his peak, he was 27th, apparently. That 40, 40, around the 40 mark sounds more doable. Top of the second round, I'm out. So does that mean I'm out or what? It's your game. You came up with the in-out that you've got to stop asking me. No, no, I'm, just, I'm asking you for guidance. I've set the game. Sounds like you're out. I, I've always been of the opinion we should be more about the vibe of what we feel. Like. Oh, yeah. feels oh, that right, you are... I'm out. I'm out. I'm yeah, there round. we go. The third round, turn me out. Gav is one of these people. He's too, he's too like, locked into the numbers. <laughs> I was going to say, Gav, asking for guidance when you made the rules is very appropriate this week. <laughs> it's democratic, right? <laughs> oh. Uh, who's guys here next? Well, that's BJ or Jolari. Where are we going next? Who, 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 who's sorry. up next? Back, sorry. Yeah, roll Go back on, to you, sorry. That was just... I did BJ or Jolari. Okay, me then. Uh, <laughs> let's go Let's go with the uh, the Black Knight, the army man, Andre Ooh. Carter, 6'7", 260. Now, you have to say, this guy is going to be the first drafted army character since 2008. 
Can you name Can you name that dude? No, I can't either. Caleb Campbell, and he went in the seventh round. That's why. Caleb uh, Campbell. No one has been drafted out of Army before the seventh round since 1947. So this guy is, is they're literally Biden and Trump have been changing legislation to deal with this guy because they've had to deal with what's what's the rules? Can he defer? There, there's been I, I I don't know what grandfathering a bill means. Do you know what that means, Sai? <laughs> grandfathering a bill? I say. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it means. But apparently, the bill has been grandfathered, and that means that. Uh, I mean, U.S. legal experts tweet us, help us out here. It basically means, all right, he he can play. He can play. So uh, I think originally because he was Army, he had to do two years active service after drafting, whereas they've changed the rules and now he can defer that so he can play his whole career. Basically, imagine that. Imagine being a prospect and they're changing the rules about Army legislation for this dude. But let's talk about the player. A raw pass speed rusher with good length and bend. I mean, this guy's tape was exciting. I mean, 15 and a half sacks for Army in 2021. Record-setting season. Second behind only our favorite Will Anderson. Dude was a former wide receiver and tight end, but, I mean, poor testing. The bench press, zero percentile. I didn't even know that was possible. Zero percentile, 11 reps. 16 percentile broad, 16 percentile vert. But you can hang your hat on what some of this guy does very well. He's embarrassed some tackles with his agility on pass rushes. He's got some moves, including a spin. He's got good burst, good swim move, active hands. He can shed definitely. Uh, decent tackle range, decent stride length, good change of direction. Patient edge setter in the run. Good closing speed, defending the flat. And he, he, they, Army's weird, man. They played some weird stuff. And they asked him to play like outside linebacker, where this guy's got no business playing outside linebacker. He should just purely be ears back, pass rusher. But when he did, when he did play that sort of zone defense, he did it with discipline. Fairly smooth, fairly fluid. I mean, he, he he looks out of sorts doing it. You don't you don't you wouldn't think all right, but 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 then you got to think the Steelers do that. They, they make their players look weird by dropping back. I mean, there's some issues here. I mean, he's definitely a de- developmental situational pass rusher. But 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 tell me, you got excited about Andre Carter? Come on. Do you know? Because I, I didn't end up watching him because. I watched him at the senior ball and was so like, what is going on here? <laughs> he's, a weird, he's a weird dude. <laughs> he just looked so out of place at the senior ball and did not have a good go of it at the senior ball, I don't believe. Mm. Um, but I, did, I just didn't. I didn't. It was, didn't I mean, he would have been... He wouldn't, he, well, I just, he would have been off my list in terms of like further down the list than I got anyway, but... Okay. Um, yeah, but so I didn't get to it. But yeah, at the senior ball, I was very much like, ah, I don't see this. <laughs> Fair so, enough. I don't know. Did you watch him, Mike? No, I didn't get to him either, but I... Do you know, I remember listening to pods last summer and they were talking about him potentially being a first rounder. I think I, I can see that. I can see the, the, now I don't think anyone will, but the upside is there. I mean, mm. the pass rush talent is legit. Well, if you, I mean, if you're in the 2021 with 15 and a half sacks, then yeah, you are going to get noticed. Hmm. So yeah, I yeah, did hear a lot of, a lot of buzz. Oh. 
a lot a lot of buzz about him and and yeah being the first guy from army to be drafted up by a certain a certain level but um yeah i think from what i briefly heard the play dropped off last year that's one of those according to, just, i'm just reading pff right now according to this um he actually graded significantly better in 2022 according to them but uh, they, he was apparently being double teamed every play in 2022 because of what happened in 2021. Right. And so his production wasn't the same. That's what they say. But to me, I mean, it's in your ball. He just looks so like lanky and strange. He's like, very lanky and strange. That's, <laughs> no, I was that's like, definitely his profile. I, I, there's no strength to his game. I mean, I, does he need to add some weight? Needs strength. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I need to watch it to say sure, My negatives are, okay, tackling. Number one, inconsistent, definitely needs better technique. The, the, the tackling's all over the shop. Number two, hand placement and pad level, definitely work in progress. But you could say that about a lot of these developmental guys. You know, you're, you're getting here a pass rush upside with a lot of other warts. The Steelers need a guy like this. They need someone coming off the bench that, wait, he's, he's a liability in run defense, but wait, hang on a second, he can actually affect the passer. That's what this guy does. You know, you, you see him make diagnosis errors like biting on read option and follow the empty hand guy. I mean, that, is there a more embarrassing play than chasing after a dude that doesn't even have the ball? I mean, he, he's done that. Uh, you know, he, he, he's off the ground too much. Like, he, he's trying to tackle a dude or push a dude and his feet are off the ground. I mean, that just, like, it's so weird. Like, he's, like that's that's what you're getting to, so, right? So it's like you, you see some stuff on tape where you're like, that's not an NFL player. He does some of that. Um, but I think he will benefit from NFL coaching, right? Like add power, mm. add leg drive, add proper technique. This dude could be a cat. I mean, his testing's not explosive and he definitely could add some mass. But I mean, he, 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 the, the one issue is he started his college career at 220 pounds. So he's already added a lot. So can he, how wow. much more can he add? I don't know. But, I mean, he definitely needs to add strength, and whether that comes from mass or technique, I don't know. But, I mean, I don't think you can argue this guy's a developmental pass rusher, and that's what the Steelers need. That's why I'm in on the guy, definitely in mm. on the guy. Because he's when's he going to go? Fourth, fifth round? Uh, I could look at the – hang on. I mean, he's very close to being my sleeper, very close. They say, they say second, third round here, but I don't you know. See, that's, that's too high. high. 77 is his consensus. So, third mm. round. How, how, uh, what's the, the, can I, can I sleep with this guy if he's going in the second or third? Yeah, I sure. Know. I mean, I, I don't, I haven't even done a sleeper this week because there's just so many guys. All right, I'm going to sleep with this guy. Just because I think the Steelers need pass rush and this guy basically just brings pass rush and nothing else. Hmm. So, let's, let's get a guy in that can do some of that stuff and, teach him the rest rather than getting in these safe boring Malik Reed type guys that just bring nothing <laughs> to disrespect zero absolutely all right. nothing alright come on Dave <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> happy birthday to Dave by the way oh, yeah. Yeah. happy birthday Dave yeah huzzah <laughs> didn't realise <laughs> didn't realise until 11pm didn't tell anyone he yeah, did about eight hours ago but Oh, well, that's on me. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably asleep. Um, okay, Mike? Okay. I'll, I'll go with my next guy who I did debate 
Red Starling, and that's Will McDonald out of Iowa State. He was my closest to a Red Star as really? well. Out of, yeah. <laughs> Great mindset. Um, <laughs> 6 4 two, 39. So again, that sort of slightly underside, more so of an outside linebacker pass rusher rather than a, a, a true D end. Um, elite mower. Engine never stops running. Even his contact balance is excellent. One of the first things I said was even when he's bounced around, um, he stays on his feet. Mark keeps going. Great length. Can tie his uh, shoelaces standing up. I've mentioned that numerous times. You, <laughs> you can spot him right off the bat. When you, when you start watching Iowa State tape you, and you're looking for Will McDonald, you can find exactly who he is just by the, just by the, the, the size of his frame. The, the length he uses that really, really well, creates separation. His issue again, and Gav, you've wrenching this with, with Ojulari, is a guy of that size does have a real knock on the strength side of things. Where I think he does or can counteract that is, is leverage. I think he's got a real strong lower body, and I think that really helps him set an edge doing that. Ultimately, the lack of strength will knock him. But he he has that plan B in there in in the locker as well. Uh, reps and double teams, nah, good night Vienna. He gets he gets taken taken apart. I I really liked him in Iowa State when they set him out quite wide. You know, like the old Philadelphia yeah. Eagles wide nine setup because it gave him a real chance to build some speed as well and prevent any attempt of of him getting against a double team. Would like to see a little bit more in the way of pass rushing techniques, like a spin move or a club or something along those lines. I'm, yeah, I'm massively keen. No one, I think he's a very polished pass rusher as well. There's some areas I like to see a little bit more on him, absolutely. But the the, the explosiveness, the speed, the pursuit that he goes, it, it, it's an engine that keeps going, and I really, really like that in a player. So, yeah, massively, massively in on, on Will McDonald. I absolutely love his potential, but but I just wish he was a couple of years younger, man. Like this was the guy in this class, and I feel like there's one in in every position group where I'm like super into it, and I'm like, oh, he's 25. Is he? <laughs> well, he's 20. I think he's gonna be 20. I think he's 24, and I think he's 25. Yeah, he's, oh no, he's 23.7. I like how they do the 0. 0.7. So he'll be 24 next year. So you know, a bit of an older dude. Mm-hmm. And it's disappointing because like if he was, if you told me he was like 22. I'd be like, oh, there's so much like time for him to grow into this, but you know, he probably is what he is at this point. But what he is is just, I mean, he's just elite bend. Like he can get so low rushing outside. He's got great. Le- I mean, you said he could tie his uh, his shoes standing up. It was one of your favorite sayings. But let's just stress: thirty-five inch arms, <laughs> and he's six. He's six foot three. He's not even like one of the tallest. Well, he's, I mean, I get you know. That's fine, but it, you know he's not like six foot five, six foot six. It's insane. It makes his impact range so noticeable. It's the first thing I notice. He can just cause havoc in the pocket, tripping up ball carriers that other guys can't. You know that just that extra like inch just makes so much difference when he's in and around the pocket, just causing causing himself. You know, causing nuisance, causing manic problems for people. Yeah, it's uh, an elite get off, great speed and twitch to his game. Um, I, I, I you said he, you know, he, he's not. He's not using a ton of finesse moves. I think you said that right. Right, like he's not. He, he could probably add stand to add a few things to his repertoire. Getting the getting the booth with the old BJ Ojolari over there. Mm-hmm. But but he what he does do is I think he's super effective. I mean, he gets the like, gets the long arms straight up and then kind of rips and swims well. 
I think that works for him. And, and, you know, if he can add some counters to that, then great. But I don't think he needs to get too crazy with it. Um, seems to find the shortest possible route to the QB. Um, I, I, I really, yeah, like I say, I, I'm with you, Mike. I, I love his tape. I, and the Steelers have been paying some attention to him. Absolutely. Right? I yeah, saw, yeah, yeah. So, you saw that photo? Yeah, the photo. Yeah. Find someone and, and I, probably, I probably would have red starred this guy if it were not for all the media hype about the connection. So they're back to because uh, I'm being contrarian. But, um, I mean, you, you, you're so edgy, guy. Yeah, you see, zig well, while I we just, zag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just want to be the zag guy. But, I mean, the arm length, 90% arm length, I mean, that shows up on tape that the fact he can shed so well to create space and tackles inside so well. doesn't have the strength. He need, needs the strength to shed otherwise. But the, 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 the use of length is there. 98% percentile broad. I mean, the, the the dude Oof. apparently can jump over a car, like <laughs> like the, the coaches are talking about his athletic prowess. He is rangy, athletic. I mean, every everything you guys have said. So uh, why have I not read start this guy? You know, I mean, it's, it's nitpicking in, in terms of the level he's going to be taken. I think the Steelers probably should should take him like round three or four. Can he drop or backpedal? Not seen any evidence. So, you know, that's something. No, totally right. Totally right. Didn't see a vast amount of coverage reference. Didn't see any of it. Uh, may take a year or two to add the, the strength and mass that he needs. So he's not going to be a day one starter. But in terms of fit for the Steelers, yeah, this this guy is... Uh, I, I totally expect this guy to be playing for the Steelers. <laughs> really? Absolutely. Oh, I'd, be, I'd be so excited. I think that is the... I think that is such a great pick at 32. Yeah. I, I mean, really do. I, I love it. I, I think it's a great pick. I, he, he's exciting. I mean, in, in terms of power, I think he's more of a penetrator than a bull rusher. Yeah. I mean, one-on-one, he generally just holds ground in college until he gets free. So I think I think he's going to be a minus in, in that in that side of the game until until he can like add some strength or mass. So I think he's like a situational pass rusher. Yeah. Early doors, definitely. Early doors, yeah. But you you build on that. I mean, the dude's got three percentile weight. He is not up there. He needs to add weight and mass and strength. But good get off, good pass rusher, good length. The the, the tools are there, right? The tools are there. I mean, we're talking twenty 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 to twenty twenty one, fifty plus games. Two double-digit sack seasons, co-defenseman lineman of the year, first team all Big 12. So the production dropped off a little bit in 2022, but that could be because he was used more as a, as a four-tech rather than the edge. But I think I, I wanted to ask you about this. What was going on with – because I was seeing a lot of this with him playing like defensive end and, and stuff. Yeah. And that is so obviously not where he should be playing. I mean, just look at the size of him. But – um, I was listening to a podcast the other day. Um, I think it was the Stock Exchange podcast, and they were talking about him, and they were saying that he, like, obviously played a lot less snaps at True Edge than a lot of these other guys. Right. But he, that his pass rush uh, win rate when he better. was playing True Edge was forty eight percent, which is insane. Like, compare that to. I want to see if I can just find like who, who's good, like like a Will Anderson or just the first guy that I spot. Um. No, and he says that and now can't find it. Will Anderson's yeah. pass rush win rate was nineteen point six percent. So, and that's like pretty, like that's pretty standard, like around twenty percent. I, think, I so, think that's that's what you're going to want to do with him in the NFL. You just want to rush the passer. That's it. Forget everything else. Just pin your ears back and go. 
I mean, if you can let him do that, I mean, I there's no one else I want doing it. I mean, right. So, at what level are we saying? Because I want that too. <laughs> to get him, pro- probably for us, probably pick thirty-two. It seems, um, but his actual consensus level is actually forty-four. So, if you want to say middle of the second, I've got end of second. So I guess I'm out. Good, good for you. Damn. <laughs> what I enjoy about this now is as we progress through this draft season, and again, we're, we're going to have to come back to this next year, hmm. um, is that this new setup that Gav's made where we have to like yeah, give a consensus ranking right? and then uh, is actually just seeing him go out and all the people that you like. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, end of... No, wait, so pick 32, I'm out. Really? Wow. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I think it'd be a good pick. Okay. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in with you. So I'm not sure he's a day one starter to be considered a technical first round pick. So you're going in, Mike, as well? Yep. Oh, man. This is a problem. I need to like record notes here. And say, <laughs> I, I actually would like him at the end of the second round. But right. <laughs> You've been hoisted by your own Picard. Yeah, usurped Picard. by my own yeah. system. Um, all right. What's next? How many more we got? Uh, that was me, wasn't it? Oh, was, it? Is that me? Or was that uh, back to side. I forgot. No, back to me. The only other guy I watched fully was uh, this Felix Anadike Azuma. This guy, you, him? Felix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you watch him? Mm-hmm. Um, he he's another guy who, though, who I think is maybe more of a four-three guy, defensive end kind of dude. <laughs> but three words: smooth tenacious, but I think he lacks elite traits. Um, he's got a great first step, a really solid get-off, um, generates a lot of power with speed at the point of attack. I think he plays with uh, exceptional bend. He gets under tackles really well, nice dip of the shoulder, um, really good flexibility to him. Another high-motor dude, plays with intensity that can't be coached. Um, he's only 21. I always like to note the ages because he can. he's got a lot of room to grow. Uh, but he is a dude that spends too much time on the ground. I don't love his contact balance. Um, he's not an elite athlete, didn't test at the combine. And I think that's probably because he's a bit of a rigid dude, especially compared to the guys in and around the realm that we're going to be looking at here in terms of where he's going to get picked. He's probably one of those lower end athletes compared to those guys. Um, lacks elite size as well. Um, he's probably better playing with his hand in the ground, playing like sort of four or five tech. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I didn't get super attached to him. Similar with Miles Murphy, where I just didn't think he was going to be a scheme fit to us. This is where Gav will be like, "Oh, I think we can mold him into it." I was like, "Well, like, I think Miles Murphy is definitely a, a scheme fit." This guy, <laughs> I've got three letters for this guy: M E H M. Oh, wow! Why? Why? Just mediocre, mediocre testing, mediocre play. Uh, I don't know. Didn't didn't see much pop out of this guy. Didn't see Let's much pass rush juice. Not much in yeah. the way of plan or effectiveness. Forty six is his. Yeah, his can position. he shed? Yeah. Does he have good length? No. Consistently tick late off the tap, off the snap. Sorry, uh, gets moved and pushed off. No, balance. I think he's got a good get off. No, I didn't. I, yeah, a good get off when he reacts on time. He's like, <laughs> isn't that what get off is? <laughs> no, I mean, like once he decides to get off, yeah, he's fast. But who's cons- getting off? 
He's consistently waiting for everyone else to get off, and then he's getting. Uh, did you That's watch just polite? Did you, yeah, he's polite. He's Mr. Polite. <laughs> did you watch the Alabama Alabama tape? I mean, I mean, this is maybe my issue is that if if I get a selection of tape, I'll always pick Alabama, Georgia, yes, Ohio yeah. State. Right. So I, I watched the Alabama tape, and the dude plays for Kansas State. Right. It's not like, but. Totally non-impactful C grade best. It was going to be an E grade, and then he got did get a sack. He did get a pressure and a tackle for loss, so it got moved up to C. I just, I just don't see it with this guy. I, I don't. I just see a very mundane player that isn't cutting it for me. Is that harsh? I, I mean, a three-point down man. You know, he's probably going to find a role on like a four, four man. You know, uh, even front team, but for the Steelers. Don't see enough. Don't see enough. Hmm. Sounds like you're with me, so I, I was literally nodding well, along I, to everything I, you I, said. I, I um, I did. I, I'm not as down on him as you are, but I'm probably going to be out of the position. I think being two spots behind Will McDonald is is giving me yeah bad bad vibes. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's part of a fit thing as well. I mean, Will McDonald's sure. a massive fit, and this guy, yeah, exactly, yeah. massively is. That's what I mean. I'm trying to I'm trying to dislodge it being about just whether I like him for the Steelers and whether I like him as a player. And I, I don't think I hate him as a player. I think I think he's got some skills to his game. I, I think he's a bit. I think he's a pocket disruptor. It's a good. It's but a I good point. Gonna... I, I really struggle with players that are obviously not fits for the Steelers. Yeah, I, I tend to put okay. a bit less. Like I'll, I'll watch I'll watch a game or two, and then I'll be like, okay, well, this is not. I'm not diving as deep as I am with a Lucas Van Ness. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think like? Um, New York Giants podcast are evaluating a D end in the same way we are. No, it's, <laughs> it's a total, you know, yeah. The, the Detroit Lions UK podcast will see this guy differently to we do because we're yeah. just trained to see <laughs> people a certain way. I think though, the analysis we give is, is we start off being quite factual and then we move into the where's the fit. So, yeah. no, give yourselves credit, lads. <laughs> okay. With that said, Mike, did you watch him? Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, his is. His... And you think he's a perfect three, four outside linebacker? <laughs> he is a tweener. Uh, Aaron Donald two point um, Yeah, good motor. I think he's 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 a better pass rusher than he is in the run game. Is so when you said balance was an issue, it's exactly what I have written. So I sort of apologies. It might have heard me scoff. Because I thought exactly the same thing. His issue is because he goes in at 100 miles an hour, his center of gravity ends up all over the shop, and his balance is terrible mm. because of that. And yes, he did have production in the last two years, 21 sacks. It's little things like going in like your hair's on fire, losing your balance, and ending up on your arse would infuriate me. Seeing that because you can teach that yeah. out of players, you're just you're, you're too raw. You need to. We need to be reined in a little bit to to control that clear talent you've got, which is you know the speed he can, speed he can generate, the motor he's got. But he's still incredibly raw raw for for me to consider him. What was it? A spot away from Will McDonald? Yeah, two spots behind Will McDonald. Yeah, six, not from yeah. not from me there. So we set in the level at middle of the second, I guess. Mm, yeah, I'm out there. Yeah, yeah, I'll join you. Wow. That's the first consensus. Yeah. It's but yeah, I feel like I've been in on everyone. I mean, I, you know, I could reasonably say I was in on him to be honest. 
Uh, I feel like I can't keep saying the name on this one. Felix Anadike Uzama. Um, but I don't know. It's, you know, 46 feels a bit rich. Third round, fine. But again, not for the Steelers. So Yeah, you've only been out on uh, him, Felix Anadike Uzuma, and uh, Mars Murphy and Will Anson. Bold takes. Yeah, that, yeah, that is a bit bold. Um, it's like number one and two, like, or number one and three consensus. And do, you, do you want to listen back to uh, a previous episode where we were out on someone? Sure. Are we? Uh, is that everyone? Have we gone through? Everyone? I think that's everyone, unless unless okay. it's someone else. No, I, I didn't no, read I much of a yeah. deep on this on this dive. Anyway, I might have had three players after that. So, yeah, let's hear what we've got. So this is a clip from uh, episode twenty three. 20 uh, early days our first our first draft evaluation <laughs> and uh, a slightly different approach I've taken so let's see what you think Calabon chase on I, I see it's a weird one I, the more I kind of watch him the more I could see what people are getting at but I do think he's been overrated I think uh, he's very explosive um, great great sort of athletic tools super agile super flexible uh, very natural bend very athletic guy I think that's the upside he's very raw very moldable uh, he's under 21, right? He's 20, so young. There's a lot of upside to him. I think I understand why he's being touted as this potential top-tier talent. Apparently, he's a very high-character guy. He's a leader guy, kind of kind of guy on the teams. He's just a risky pick, right? I think he's kind of a, a guy mainly with one year of production at LSU and didn't win against sort of good tackles that he played against in his conference a lot of the time. He's got short arms that we've already spoke about with other guys, and that's a concern. He's got injury issues. Torrey's ACL in 2018. Missed two games this year with an ankle issue. Um, yeah, I can, I can certainly see why you don't like him, Gav. I, I think maybe I'm a little bit higher than you if, if you if you really don't like him, but I'll let you go off on him. <laughs> I would just stay clear of him. It, it, it doesn't finish. Uh, I, yes, I, I, doesn't I, finish. I don't like that. I don't like that. But, do you know, but, but finishing, I find, I, I, there's a bit of a difference. The reason that sometimes a guy doesn't finish is because he hasn't refined those sort of tools to, to, to play the position, maybe. And being 20 and being you know pretty raw talent, I can see why, but he does create pressure and that sometimes can lead to sacks and finishes later on in, in your career. I mean, he, he's, just, he's, he's real explosive. He's got fast feet. He's a fast guy, but mm. I feel like that's his selling point. That's about all he's got. After that, there isn't an awful lot. He's got, he, he has some sort of technical moves. He's got a bit of a, quite a bit of finesse when he's pass rushing, but outside of that, I, I don't really see what he's, so he hasn't got the production. He, he, he's a fast guy and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're starting to, Draw comps with Arden Key, Barkevius Mingo, or Dion Jordan, and that just that just terrifies me. Guys drafted taken high because of their their athletic ability rather than anything yeah. that they yeah. their technical ability. Yeah. So I, I don't mind athletes, you know, or lack of production if if you've shown that you can use your athletic abilities in some way. And uh, I, I I I didn't see it. All right, so this is a steer clear guy. I do get it. I think it's, you know he may well flame out, um, and, and I think it all depends on where he gets drafted. Because if he gets drafted too high, I could see this being an issue. I, I really could. Do, did he get drafted Ooh. too high? He got picked with the twentieth pick of the first round by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Should listen to us, man. <laughs> yeah, we went high. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what do you do with that? I mean, we we were right. There's a couple of guys we were wrong about, but yeah, he's had three sacks, started no games for them last year, but played in nine. Seems like they've moved him around a bit in terms of position as well because he's struggled. So, but still only twenty three, interestingly. So, I don't, I don't know what he's done to like make us con- convince us he's anything different than our evaluation right now. Yeah, 
Well, give yourself a pat on the back, gentlemen. There you go. We- <laughs> but it, interesting, I don't think there's a, there's a character like him in this draft. There's not a guy that's all speed and all... Mm. There isn't one of those, is there? Rocket Aguilar, maybe. Um, mm, is Aguilar <clears throat> a guy? Mm, not sure. Big speed. He's yeah, big speed guy, but more technical than Chase ever was. Mm. Mm. Um, Nolan Smith, but he's a he's more he's more of a yeah. run dude. And then Will there's, Donald, there's, there's not that length. guy that's like him that which is yeah. just all all potential and no production and and no fit. Yeah. Which yeah, is good. It's, it's a and strength of this draft, yeah. Yeah, I think that's why I like this class a little bit more. Yeah, everyone's a little bit more proven. It feels like. Yeah, I feel. I feel like you can expend a, a first round pick on a guy here and not be embarrassed. Unless mm. it's Lucas Van Ness, which, but you would disagree <laughs> with that. <laughs> if it's Lucas Van Ness, that means you've probably just drafted the next elite defensive talent. All right. Okay. Well, that's where the, uh, the battle lines are drawn at, at pick seventeen and. I mean, just just run that up. So I, I don't have a sleeper for you or Mike. Yeah, well, I didn't. You know, we just didn't just didn't feel like I got far enough down the draft to really. Yeah, I might have to run back on that one. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you know if I come up with one as the draft nears. All right. Let me know. All right. Well, on to inside linebacker next week. Then is it, boys? I think so. Mm-hmm. And we've only so now we've only got inside linebacker, cornerback, and safety. I guess. Right. And the draft nears. I can't believe how quick it's come, really, overall. I mean, when's the draft? The 27th? Yep. 20 something. So, four one, weeks. Two, three. Oh, nice. So, we should get like one week one where week we can three. just kind of, yeah, do whatever. We'll do, we'll probably do the draft game. We'll do a, a, a live mock draft or something. Sorry, five, five weeks. And what people are really looking forward to is your graphical work where you paste our face <laughs> onto our drafting. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my favourite. That's my favourite thing to do. Just on my phone. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> the old uh, cutout, finger cutout. I think it's great. I, 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 whenever I do it, I always think like, wow, this looks really good. And then you are like, oh, how awful. No, it's great. I love it. <laughs> I love the lo-fi. If, we, we, if we're not lo-fi, we're nothing. I, it goes to show how like little my expectations. Are. I like I like it's the it's the botch job of putting it together, and the picture I gave you the first year we did it was the botch job I did of imposing my <laughs> face on Terrell. Double Edmonds. botch job. Terrell Edmonds was it Terrell Edmonds? Yes, I think it might have been because I maybe I, we I need dreadlocks. more. We need new people this year. Maybe we we need like new images this year. Is there a father her haircut from your haircut of dreadlocks? <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. It's like the opposite end of the scale, right? So it's a, it's a good job. But the ju- I'll tell you what, the jewellery looked very good on me. <laughs> big, big shiny earring looked to be his knees. And how, it was a guy I worked with, how he managed to change the name on the jersey to Farrell in font that actually looked quite decent, credit where it's due. So he went Farrell, not Farrell. I was going to say F-A-O-O-E. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, I'm going to get feral if I can't go and eat something, so let's wrap it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, inside Linebackers next week, join us for that as we wrap up our draft coverage in the next few weeks and then have some fun in the off-season. That'll be exciting. Um, follow the show at UK Steelers Pod. Follow me at Cyro. This follow Gav at GM Boom Up and follow Mike at Mike underscore JF1 all on Twitter and maybe pester Mike to get a better Twitter handle while he's there. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> 
See you next week, guys. See you, boys. See you later. All right. Steelers. <laughs> 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 <laughs>